another episode for the nation. From yours truly, Law Nation. Without hesitations or deviations, of a matter of fact, we in this thing. Let's go. Really appreciate each and every last one of you all. Practice was good. Practice was great. Lyle Collins, uh, he's okay. The focus and the concentration of your mind is still here. You versus vets, that's what we're going to talk about. Let's go. This month, happy birthday to you. Yeah. Shout out to everybody that was down there at the start. Be sure to follow A to Z Sports as well as Boss Cowboy Sports, Big Game James. Salute to the OC. Mic check, mic check. See you too. Appreciate you for sharing. Come on. Hey, show me up. Come on. Stand to your feet. Let's grind. Let's go. To the goal. To the goal. Yeah, yeah. Where the HBO's at? Come on. In the SG. Yeah. <laughs> Landon, I see you, fam. Danny, Natasha, shout out to Russell Robinson. I see you, fam. Let's go. Jay Lombardi, keep the party. Turn me up. Yeah, yeah. Ethan, got the wine for your mind. Is that the Jerry Wine Jones version of wine? Quest Elohim, appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining in for this particular episode as we talk about the youth versus the vets and that's been going on for i guess a year year or so out now right you know everybody said oh we got cd lamb let's usher away Mari cooper oh we got jabril cox in parsons okay let's usher out lve and Jalen smith and that's not how that works it's not and, and just because the youth showcasing fantastic abilities out there keep in mind depth 
everything. Shout out to you, Blue Sip. Appreciate you. And uh, as well as Jackson 2.0 um, and Jackson 5, if they are out there, too. So we we want to pump the brakes a little bit. You know, you don't want to sit out here and say, well, let's get rid of everybody. You know, no, 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 no. Hit that like button, everyone, please. Appreciate you. Appreciate you so much. Oh, yeah. And on my Amazon page, just type in Law Nation Amazon, and you can get one of these nice little mugs. Shout out to Amazon. <laughs> uh, let's go, Cowboy Nation. Um, the thing is, Nashville, Tennessee. I see you, Natasha. Yeah, Tennessee in the house. Are you not entertained? Appreciate you, Young Wilson, for that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I want me some glory hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the whole ideology of it is that we got a game tomorrow. We'll be doing the play by play over here. Or more so of a watch party, a watch along reaction type of situation. Not necessarily a play by play. But if you really want to see what happened in practice today, just go to my IG page. I got majority of the clips there. Um the one-on-ones as well as the red zone opportunities. Dak Prescott, that was the most time since practice we've seen back-to-back touchdowns. Fade ball here, a corner route. Hey, ball in the right situation there. Dak Prescott is cerebral enough to go through his reads pretty good. And I like what I'm seeing. And I do like the ideology of Diggs going into his second year. I do like the facts that, you know, boss man fat is trying to make plays, jump, jump routes, uh, even on some some drills, too, when they was doing the walkthroughs and simulating the game. Although they was not playing at full, full speed, they were playing pretty good. Uh, boss Cowboy on his YouTube page as well as his Facebook. But check it out on YouTube. Uh, he, he, he captured the Nashawn Wright interception. He captured the Maurice Kennedy interception. So I love seeing that. I love it. And when we was walking around back to the opposite end, you just got, you guys just got to take my word for it. But we also seen Osiris Mitchell. You know how Randy Moss used, used to just mouse people pull the ball out of the sky so high. I mean, he just reached up and pulled the ball out of the sky. And I looked down and I said, I bet you my bottom dollar. John Beer, appreciate you. I bet you my bottom dollar. That guy is wearing number 30. <laughs> and guess what? He was wearing number 30. I said, man, all I can do is think about it. And I'm not trying to sully or denigrate or cast aspersions or ridicule, smear, all of those words added into one. I'm not trying to sully him. I'm not. But all I can think of, if that is Osiris Mitchell, undrafted rookie, number 14, keeping it mean, pulling the ball out of the sky, over the head of Anthony, Burn, get down, brow. All I can think of. What will Mike Evans do? What would Christopher 
God will do. Oh, what will anybody on that team do? And I don't have the best glasses or eyes or LASIK surgery contacts, whatever you want to say. I don't have the best vision of all. But I can quite frankly see that man, that veteran, he needs to go, you know. And lo and behold, if he catch an interception week one, force a fumble, you know, bat a ball down. Trust me, there will be a video. Thank you for tuning in to the Law Nation Film Session as we take a deeper look at Anthony Brown, you know, as he get down on his interception. I would do that. I will placate that thing all the way. But chances are, Cowboy Nation, chances are that we might not get a chance to see those opportunities. And I just wish that political football did not exist. But unfortunately, Anthony Brown, he must know where the dead bodies are, right? It is frustrating. You know, Joshua, appreciate you so much. It's frustrating that the Dallas didn't, you know, inquire Minshew with a backup quarterback that is needed. Stephen Jones need to wake up. This is from Joshua. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, shout out to Miss Jackie, beautiful lady. She was out there at the uh, star with us, and, and, and she feeds me all of the information in the morning. Every video video that you guys see me do is from the wonderful and the lovely Miss Jackie. She feeds me in the morning the information for the nation. And I, and I tell people this all the time. When I make it huge, big, <laughs> if I hit that lottery, <laughs> she's going to be on the team, right? That's a lady I can trust. And see, when she sent me that garden menu, I couldn't even read the rest of it. Here, here it is right here. A reliable backup quarterback because he's not a starter. You know, he's a backup, by the way. You know, cool beard or cute, cool little mustache, whatever he was trying to do over there. You know, but but he's 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 serviceable. He's better than a Danucci, Cooper Rush, and Garrett. We know who's eating Gilbert's grapes. He's better than that, you know. And to see what they gave up to get him. Uh, Six-round draft pick, I don't think that, you know, next year's six-round draft pick, something of that much value, right? But I look at it now that he's going to the Sheagles. <laughs> they got total chaos over there. <laughs> Hey, it doesn't matter, you know, whatever the numbers multiplied by one is still that number, right? So so it is what it is. You know, it was really, I'm not finna sit here and say, well, you know, now they get multiples and returns. It just it's just that they don't trust Jalen Hurts. You know, I just it just I love it. But player acquisition is 365 and we are accustomed to hearing. We are accustomed to hearing. Shout out to you, Cam. Oh, Cam. Appreciate you with the K, though. Cam with the K. Uh, we, we understand. We understand what John Stephen Jones 
want. We know that. It's been going on for many a moons. How long we held on to Stephen McGee? Y'all put that in the comment box. How long was Stephen McGee stealing money? Hmm. How long? How long did we have Brandon Whedon, Matthew Castle? I'm talking about an interception that was so horrible. The aficionados, they was looking and they were saying, hey, <laughs> let me find my picture. I got to find my picture, man. You know, I got to find my picture. Where, where, where the aficionados? The aficionado was like, hey, what do we call here? You know, we're just going to call intentional grounding. That's what we're going to do. Shout out to you, Chris Davis. Appreciate you. You know. What are we going to do? We're going to just say, hey, man, this is intentional ground. <laughs> so uh, uh, I want me some glory hole. <laughs> Shout out to you, Lincoln. Appreciate you so much. Yeah. It, it just it just one of those things. Get out the way, Rev. Get out the way. Get out the way. Yeah. Yeah. Get out there. Get out there, ref. Get that ref out of the way. <laughs> um, we like our guys. We like our guys. That's what we goes down to this. And if the Cowboys figure out a way to keep all three of those backup quarterbacks on this roster, the only good news would be that they are able to get a Super Bowl ring, right? Because we're going to the Super Bowl, baby. <laughs> we're going there, baby. We're going to the Super Bowl. So that's the good news. Yeah. And everything is contingent upon and predicated upon Rain Dakota Prescott, by the way. You know, so we'll see how this thing goes. Shout out to you, Coach Marv. Uh, what did you say? You said read your comment there. Chris Davis says Minshew is nothing special. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. That's why he, he's he's a backup. That's what I'm saying. Serviceable one at that, you know. Oh, uh, also Mike White. Oh yeah. I, oh, I, I'm I've I've been a Cowboy fan long enough to remember people writing pages upon pages on why Mike White is better than Rain Dakota Prescott. And go back to some of my older videos. The screen is right here. It's still there, and you can check it out. And be like, yeah, that that fool said, yeah, Matt White. You know, just give him the opportunity. I ain't gonna name drop nobody name, but just last year, multitude of cowboy fans, and I remember their names. God bless me with the ability to have that beautiful recall as I read the comments, and I sit there and say, you really think that Benjamin? Anthony Danucci is better than Dak Prescott. Huh? And they had the whole highlights of Ben Danucci. They had every reason why he's the better quarterback. Quick on his feet. He can evade. He goes through his reads better. Oh, he got a zip on the ball. And I kid you guys not. That is what I'm dealing with. <laughs> over here in Cowboys land. Yeah, that's what I'm dealing with. 
That's what I'm dealing with. All right, so shout out to 105.3. They had did a a a viewpoint on um on, on Amari Cooper uh contract scenario. And this is my guy Jeff Cavanaugh and Brian Broadis. Let's go. And I guess I'll more so let Brian answer it with an opinion to the direct question because like I look at it and I'm like, okay, I get what you're saying. You have an opportunity to restructure people because you want to save money to do something else or whatever. And he would make a lot of sense. And I don't know if it's that they don't trust the health or that they just don't feel like they have to yet, but whatever the reason, I think I have more evidence than ever. Like everybody wants CD lamb to be the number one receiver on this team and be the best receiver. And I don't need Amari Cooper. And I just think in that world, you are really selling short who and what Amari Cooper is for your football team. Facts. Like yeah, the, I think he's awesome. Right. Yeah. Like the idea that, oh, well, I could sign Michael Gallup and I have CeeDee Lamb and I don't need Amari Cooper. Like, as long as you have both. C, as long as CeeDee Lamb is walking up to Amari and being like, hey, show me how the hell to get <laughs> off the ball. <laughs> right. Hey, yeah. what do you like? Amari Cooper is a star on a fair deal. And so, like, I'm, I'm saying all that to say I don't know the answer to your question. Because yeah. to me, he is a guy that if you wanted to free up money to do something, I don't feel like Amari Cooper's career is going to die anytime soon. I don't feel like I want Amari Cooper off my roster anytime soon. I love Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb being on the same team. Yeah. And I hope they're on the same team for the next, what's Coop got left, four more? I hope they play him out. I hope they're, they're on the team. So I don't know is the answer. I think you gave a really – for a no answer, I think you gave actually a pretty good answer. <laughs> yeah, but the question was why not restructure Mario? Well, My answer but, was I don't know. Well, the, the doesn't make sense. The, no, I, I think that's the point. I think it's the question of the health. I think it's the question of is there something that we're always going to have to deal with with him, with that you know with the feet and the things that he goes through, the the injuries, the bumps, the bruises and stuff. He lines up in place. There's no question about that. But are you starting to talk about durability issues at a position where he needs his feet? Yeah, and he had off-season surgery and to do some corrective surgery on his uh, ankle. And we, we know how that goes. But uh, I've seen people say, hey, Amari Cooper is injury-prone. And I'm sitting there like, where did he miss the game at last season? I think that he was one of the guys that stayed healthy all season last year. So – and – he was approaching to knocking down some of the Cowboys' elite records there with quarterbacks playing musical chairs in that situation. So it goes to what Jeff was saying earlier. As long as Amari Cooper is still training and telling people that's on this team, hey, this is how you get off your release, this is what I do, half body, or you can do full body off your release on this this point, Hey, at the top of the route, this is what I, I dip low and I get off of my, my jab step right here. Then he's still a valuable asset to your team. He is. So that vet versus youth on that, let both of those combine. Let both of those work itself out. Now, on the other end, the flip side of everything, when you look at Michael Gallup, you could just sit back and either – Pay him early, and that and that that's a gamble. It's a gamble. I normally say that this is a conundrum because of the fact that 
on one end, you got Michael Gallup, that if you pay him early, you don't know what you're going to get, right? But you can go back and look at the historic data and say, okay, this is this is the type and caliber of player he is, right? Or on the other end, you let this young kid play out this season. And then all of a sudden, at the end of the year, if he plays lights out, then you're going to have to sit back and say, ah, oh, damn, let me just slap myself now because now I got to pay him a king's ransom or I let him go. One of the things that I realized with the Dallas Cowboys, they nine times out of ten, they get into the fisticuffs and they battle. Now, they hold on to a player long enough and they don't do the trade scenarios. Shout out to you, Alex. Appreciate you so much for your love and adulations. Yeah, Jay Will, appreciate you. Shout out to you. Trips Aces, appreciate you. So it, it goes a long way, not a short way, how all of this stuff shake. Come on, AI. She's late today, but let's go ahead and play. You know, and when he's healthy, he, of course, he's one of the best players there is. But when not healthy, you know, when he has to fight through things, so there's some some concern there about mm. that of him having to deal with all that that he goes through. And I think shout out Lil Elisha Nico Lil Pookie Lil Ritza, <laughs> glowing star. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for that. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Appreciate you so much for that. And you know that, that I always I'm always gonna smile when that happens. Appreciate you, Alex, uh, so much for your uh, shots out there, Lil Shaniqua. That's Ashaniqua, by the way, and Pookie and Ray Ray. Yeah, yeah, and Lil Ritza. <laughs> Kamika, appreciate you, though. Thank you so much. Let's go with it. How is it? How is it? Hey, hey, Dominique, is this good over here? It's all good. That's the one thing keeping them from doing stuff with him yeah. is the fact that they, they're not completely sure of his long health. Well, I hear that, and it's been a concern for me. And that's interesting because I think he's done a great job managing it. He has, he yeah. has, and, and but you know, and and you and you say you're going well, Broadus. What about Tyron Smith? And what about all that? You know, other guys have been hurt. Yeah, yeah. that's to me. It, it doesn't make sense when you think about you know flipping switches for Tyron Smith or if you have to do something with Lyle Collins. I'm, again, I think that's the next big thing we need to keep an eye on. By the yeah. way. But to me, it's Amari. They they're just looking at him as like, man, how long can he really play? Is the is the feet and plantar fasciitis and stuff? Is that going to come back? Is that going to be a problem? Are we always going to have to work on him? You know that kind of thing. I, I think there's some I think there's some legitimate concerns there. But like you said, he plays through a lot of things. So maybe yeah. the explanation is kind of like actions are louder than words or or more accurate than words because they'll tell you no long term concerns. I mean, they did extend him. They did give him a long-term extension. They traded that, a one for him, and then they gave him $20 million <laughs> a year. So, those, I mean, those are really strong actions, but they tell but us, oh, no. Even in that extension, though, remember, they let him reach free agency. They, he went, like, they had he their went to terms. the football team. He yeah, hey, hey, before they get into that, I, I didn't get a chance to hear this full, full episode. But you know how people say, hey, if you really like the Cowboys, take the discount take the discount you know you're supposed to be about the silver and blue to the day you die 
We don't die. We multiply. You know, that type of stuff. You can say that by majority of those players, but Amari Cooper, shoot. Washington team was offering him 24 to 25 million. He said, nah, I'm good. Let that sink in. He took the Cowboys deal for 20. And please, please, please don't give me that property. There's no, uh, what's it called, income, there's no income, no, no state taxes in Texas. Shoot. Trust me, when you stay out here, I would rather pay state taxes than all of this property taxes and ISDs. There's a lot of money out here in Texas. They figure out how to recoup that tax money. So, no, 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 no. That tax law is crazy. But you don't get a break by not paying state taxes in Texas. You got to live here to know it because those property taxes, woo-woo. And the thing that they call ISDs, I was saying, when I pull up that, that statement, I said, what the hell is an ISD? Appreciate you, Robert Vance. I said, what the hell is an ISD? Oh, independent school district. Law Nation paid $5,000 for independent school district. My child go to a private school, so you mean to tell me I'm paying double? That's just the ISDs. Boy, the Texas boy, I'm telling you guys. You know, oh man, we go over here, no Texas. No, 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 no. In Mississippi, you know, you don't pay all of that, you know, but it is what it is. So don't tell me that's the difference of four to five million dollars. That's what people tell you that don't live in the state. But man, Amari Cooper is a real one. Oh, it's the same. Jennifer, it's the same in Florida. Man, look, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they it's had crazy. their terms yeah. and they yeah. were like, yeah, we'll do this. It wasn't like we want you no matter what. They let that dude literally reach free agency and get offered more money. And we're like, no, we're not going to match that. But if you want this. <laughs> yeah, right? he turned down more money with the football team to come back. Facts. And so they were, in their mind, they were okay with him moving on. Yeah. Facts. Well, maybe that maybe that foot injury is a little something where they're like, this could end the career early and we don't want to be so on the hook for it. Uh, you know, whenever things whenever things don't add up, I imagine there is a piece of information internally that we're just not going to be made available uh, or, or privy to and, until it's over. Is it possible they look at it like, man, we're really up against the cap. Amari has a great contract. It would be tradable. We, we might not get a high pick, but someone would be willing to pick up on that contract. So as long as we have Amari Cooper, we're one trade away from, you know, totally flipping and transitioning in, in, as far as how our, we're managing our cap. Yeah, his contract is the fourth ranked contract out of 346 receivers that play in the league. I think you could trade Coop for at least a two. Say, because he he's worth that contract. But you gave up a one for him. And I know that that's time removed. But let, let's be real with it. You know, uh, giving up Cooper for a two. And, and, and are you talking about uh, a player plus a two? Then maybe we can entertain that. 
but then you still have to pay the person. I just think that Amari Cooper's value is greater than a second-round draft pick. At this point, greater than a, a third-round draft pick. I, I Just to me, that value level. And, and, I, and I get it. You know, we can look at some receivers that were drafted in the second round, right? And we'll say, well, we could go out there and get that particular guy. But no, 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 no. Cam says he would give Coop two more years. Yeah, then you can entertain that. Two more years from now, what, he's like 20, he's 26, he'll be 28 now. Two more years from here, close to 29. Then you can start willing and dealing it because at that point, Lamb would be like, okay, I emerge. I'm, I'm here. I, I'm, I'm here now. Uh, Jay Will, appreciate you. 20 million is a lot. They don't want to get rid of him. Yeah, but I think what the uh, the panel is saying that basically the Cowboys said, okay, hey, if you think that you are, you know, uh, worthy of a better contract outside of, of Texas, then lo and behold, suit yourself. But this is our offer. This is what we got on the table. Like it or leave it. And they won. But one thing I can tell you, after they high-fived each other, they probably say, shoot, this is the philosophy. You know, we this this is the philosophy. And they're going to play the same hardball. They're going to play the same hardball with probably Michael, Michael Gallup. Yeah, so that's the situation there. What's happening now in front offices, Jeff, and we've experienced that the last several years, you don't need to trade for a wide receiver. Right. Because what's well, happening. You say that, hmm. but you think yeah. if, let's just say, just, let's have fun here. The Cowboys are 0-5, and, and Devontae Adams blows out an Achilles. Mm-hmm. Green Bay will trade for a receiver. No, and yeah, I mean to me though, but Green Bay won't trade for a one for a receiver because they wouldn't use a one for a receiver. <laughs> right, but I think I, I understand what you're team saying. out there that would at least give a second-round pick for a month. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying, that. though, but you, you've paid all this money You've guaranteed, fully guaranteed money of over $40 million to this guy. Right. And so now you're going to say, oh, I'm going to take a two for him? You know, I, I don't think that I don't think that overall is very good football myself. But mm. I, I just feel like the teams are looking at these wide receivers and are thinking, yeah, we have to pay him. But, you know, look, look, at, look at like one of the best ones. And maybe because that guy, maybe because that guy got shipped off to Tennessee because he was broken down and, and, and beat up and the money was too much and all that. But but would he go for? I got three and a five. Is that right? Yeah, I mean it, it wasn't it wasn't what you. Eight. Oh 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 oh, brothers. Uh, Julio Jones is a monster. Don't get don't get it twisted. I like Julio. But Julio, what 34 years of age? How old is Julio? Julio, who y'all put down Julio's age in the comment? Because, and granted, for them to still get those resources. That would still be good when 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 Amari Cooper get to that time frame of his age life, and if we could still get a three and a five or something like that, that would be good then. Yeah. Also, he's thirty two, thirty one, thirty two ish. Yeah. So he's like five, six years older, you know, or more than than Amari Cooper. It just seems like Amari Cooper got that struggle face a little bit. He kind of got that when he grew the po-chop beard out. He looked a little older than what he appears to be, and he's a quiet soul. He don't talk a lot, so he got that wisdom type of situation. 
You know, I looked like a pre- preemie baby when I was 25 and 26, you know. <laughs> and that's doggone <laughs> more than 10 years ago. Boy, oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. That was many years ago. Yeah, yeah. Age 32. Yeah, yeah. And Amari's 27 years old. He's 27. I, I know he's a lot yeah. It's younger than yeah. Jones there, but, man. And I, maybe that's just another way to make the same point, which is, Leave Amari Cooper on my team. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I got into a Twitter discussion with folks the other day about this. The guy's like, ah, oh, you got to trade and move on and all that. And I'm thinking, and I, I think about doing the show with you, Gavin, and you're like, well, if I can move on from him. And I'm like, man, I just don't know if I could trade my best player at the position. I just don't. In my it's mind, not a good I, way to win games. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. do Ask that. Ask the Raiders how that went with yeah. Khalil Mack. Yeah. They want to take backs three years later. Yeah, I just couldn't. I can't do that with Amari. So what do you Put it like this. Somebody say, how old are you, Law? I'm older than Jason Witten. And trust me, Jason Witten, <laughs> he's been around the league for a long time, and I'm older than Jason Witten. How about that? <laughs> what do you think happens next March? Do they flip the switch? Only Could they be moving on? You know. It's just it's fascinating to me if you're you're desperately up against a cap situation and you're like, no, we're good. We don't it's like they want to maintain their flexibility with his contract for one reason or another. My pardon my ignorance on Dak's contract, but I think <clears throat> they would do Dak's contract before they would do Amari Cooper's. Ooh, that's a good observation. Yeah. But Dak contract, I just think that poor. They might not touch that contract until year three. It'll just be too soon. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> right, right. Wouldn't when, when Jason Witten look fifty two? <laughs> oh my goodness, man! Uh, shout out to Jason Witten, though. You know, uh, you know, us eighties babies. You know how this thing goes. Um, so that was that on that. Uh, also, Barry Church, he was on one hundred five point three, the fan, and he talked about the youth and and we're going to go through that but let me pump this over here for those who want to listen to that interview without interruptions there uh, feel free to click on that link and you can listen to the entire interview and uh keep in mind we will have the phone lines open shortly after we play this one so the phone line still stays the same and you guys know i always give that first caller ample enough time to to spit your mind but we have the phone lines open today to get your thoughts let's go something something to welcome barry into the safe space for the very first time ever first of hopefully many and uh let's see how it is we're all hearing it for the very first time as we welcome in barry church ladies and gentlemen boys Boys and and girls listening from all around the world i present to you number 42 barry mother (laughs) (laughs) oh man they crock over there baby that's strong barry you like that yeah yeah he likes it yeah that was awesome man that was awesome that's the introduction I would expect out of zero back there. That was awesome. And look, fellas, man, I know I, I, I had a blunder. I had a blunder. The babysitter backed out on me, so I got daddy duties. I was yeah, supposed to be there with y'all. Stuff. I was supposed to be in person for our first date. I was going to let you guys serenade me, but looks like we're going to have to do it over the phone. And uh, it's going to be awesome, though. Don't worry about it. I'm going to make it awesome. No, oh, yeah. I have no doubts that, that you will. Church. I just want to know how former Dallas Cowboy Barry Church can't land a babysitter. I mean, yeah. what's going on with this? What do we, who do we need to hurt? Hey, man, it was babysitters hard to find, man. And uh, care.com, you can only, 
you know, they, they, they be negotiating on care.com. It's like you it, like when you're looking for them, I kid you not, you know, you, you put it, you put it out there for $13 an hour. That ain't going to work. And then if you put it out there for 15 to $20 an hour, that still ain't going to work because they be getting scooped up. They be getting really scooped up. And, you know, I'm from Mississippi. We used to have a big mama somewhere, you know, but, but, but by me being down here, you know, you don't know nobody. So you sitting there and you got to look at everybody like this, you know. <laughs> but uh, shout out to care.com and all of those other websites out there. So uh, in Texas, it's hard to find a, a babysitter, man. I ain't going to even lie to y'all, man. It's hard, you know. Appreciate you, Dallas Cowboys, for life. Appreciate you. <clears throat> yeah, let me see. Come on, AI. Where you at, lady? Yeah. So I understand Barry Church. And then we end up, we still in that quasi-pandemic type of stuff. And you want to make sure that everybody is, is sane that come to your house. And we watch, I believe we watch too much Law & Order. You know, if you watch a lot of Law & Order, you, you kind of suspicious of the babysitters, right? Right? Let me know. Let me know if, I, if I'm lying. <laughs> come on, come on, AI. Where you at? There she go. Come on, there she go. What you got to say? Hi, Mr. Law Nation. How are you doing? Hope you and fam is doing great. I haven't heard back from you. This is Aunt. I was the one who offered to take a fan to a cowboy game. Oh, okay. Um, which week? Which week are you trying to take a, a, a fan to the Cowboys game? And uh, when you text me, yeah, I've just been so busy. I promise you, uh, I, read, I read the text. But but which list of and I thank you so much for your uh, donation there, that goes a long way, and to help somebody get to the game that's that's remarkable. Um, what are the qualifications like? Uh, how, how do you want to uh, do that? You know, I can pull names from the membership club. I can pull names from those who who made the donations, or I can do the random follower. Uh, uh, deal there. I got a machine that I could just plug in random subscribers to the account. We can do it that way. So uh, come up with a a plan and that way we can get somebody out there to the game. Especially if you're in the Dallas area and you've never been to the game in Arlington. It's a whole different vibe. That that TV screen is really that TV screen. It's a big one. you know. And I'm quite sure that somebody's watching right now would not like to go to the game, but would love to go to the game. And then we got to understand, too, will it be a one-off, you know, Dallas Cowboys for life? Is it, if it's just an individual, or is it the husband and wives, Pookie and Ray Ray, you know, all of that stuff plays a role, too. So let me know how you want to do that, and um, we can sit down and, and go over that via text, or or you can call in, call in to the show again and, and see how we can do that. Uh, savage time for your mindset that you want to go. Paul says he's here. So, yeah, military and friends, you know, you know, we, we all love the vets, you know. So we, we got to figure that out. First timers, you know. Get out there, baby. I mean, we, we, I might have to put put a hit on somebody. I don't know about <laughs> Well, Barry, first off, I, I got to say you did a fantastic job and you're doing a fantastic job working with our buddy Ari Temkin uh, during the pre and post. But I, you also work with another one of our good friends, Cal Yeomans, 
there at the DallasCowboys.com. Yeah, okay, the man. So, I mean, which one's the bigger bleep hole to work with? Let's pull the curtain back. Is it Ari or is it Kyle? <laughs> Got to be Yeomans. <laughs> well, they, they, neither of them are, are uh, a-holes out here. I mean, they're both great, great guys to yeah. work with. I mean, Kyle, he's always showing you guys love. When it, when he uh, when I told him I was getting on the nosebleeds, I mean, he was all geeked up for it. I talked to him today, so he gave you guys nothing but love. So, I mean, and Ari, Ari's the man. I mean, what can I say? He makes that, that job so easy because he just, he just throws them up to me. It's like an alley-oop out there, and all I got to do is respond. So, Ari, they're both geniuses at what they do, and I'm glad I get to work with both of those guys. Yeah, they're both fantastic. We love them both, and, you, and you're crushing it, man. But I got to ask you, you know, let's go with your, your expertise before we get into more with this Cowboys football team but the safety position and I know Ari's been joking with you hey uh, it's 2021 and the Cowboys are still looking for a safety since Barry Church <laughs> left and went to Jacksonville but w- what have you seen so far with Donovan Wilson now finally looks like he's going to get a starting job after he played pretty well last year DeMonte Casey haven't gotten to see a lot of Malik Hooker but what do you think about the Cowboys safety possession position heading into this year man you look I really I really think that this is the deepest that this unit has been um, in a very long time. I mean, you got three very, very solid safeties, a young one in Donovan Wilson, who, like you just mentioned, was coming off of last year. He had a good end of the season last year. He got a full um, offseason under his belt this this offseason. He's been wet, playing well at camp. And I think he has that position locked up. I mean, it was... I was looking at the the first Hall of Fame game, and my guy was over there in you know a, a hat and some t-shirt and a t-shirt. And I'm like, hold on, man. When did when did guys that early in their career be able to just skip out on preseason games? But I guess when you got the position locked down, you could do what you want over there. So he got Thanks. that strong safety locked down. But the free safety, that's the position I'm looking at right now. That's the most intriguing because you got a battle between two that that went healthy i'm talking about kz and hooker now when healthy those guys can play the free safety position at an extremely high level and right now they're both flying on all cylinders i'd have to give kz a little nod because he knows the system he's played under dan quinn he had his best year as a safety under dan quinn when he had when he led the nfl in interceptions with 10 interceptions in one year and i feel like they both bring they both bring great high high hole safety with them. I mean, they can play that high hole safety with the best of them when healthy. So we're going to have to see how that shakes out. I'm not sure whoever loses this position battle, if we're going to be able to keep both of them, but they're both on team-friendly deals. So it's going to be a great, interesting battle to see how that thing shakes out. But, but like I said, I mean, this is the deepest this safety unit has been in a long time. Hey, Barry, don't know how to speak lies. Man, he speaks nothing but the truth. So y'all go to his Twitter handle, y'all go to his Facebooks and uh, pages throughout the social medias and say, man, Law said, man, you the truth, man. <laughs> or, or just say, man, I'm telling you, you the truth, dog, because he just cuts it right down the middle. And regardless of what is left, that is what you're going to get. It's nothing sugar-coated. He ain't sprinkling none of that fake stuff on it. He's spitting the truth at you. Now, the thing is, with the uh, the safety situation, because we've been bitten by this for so many times, the moment we think that we are okay, there's an injury. A lot, even this past week, we got Donovan Wilson with a growing injury. And those things can just snap up at any time. And normally they snap up at the wrong time. You'd be running out there, then all of a sudden you'd be holding it. You know, like, oh, my goodness. And you've seen somebody run a nine route. 
<laughs> a deep seven on you, and you just used and abused, and you pull, you pull that groin. So that part of his body, he got to make sure that it's completely healed because we don't want to see that, right? We don't want to see somebody gimping. So I look at it like DeMonte Casey as well as Malik Hooker, you got to figure it out. Somebody going to get the short straw, but dog it at the at this long course of the year, somebody ain't going to make it anyway. That's just how it goes. So now you're playing the law of average. But what we're trying to do with the youth is that we're trying to groom and make betterments of Macomo. You know, we want Israel or Izzy to fill in and learn and soak in all of that good stuff that Hooker is providing as well as KZ. Barry Church with us here in the nosebleed seats. Now, we're all very excited about the potential of this defense being much better than it was last season. But, I mean, how much how much improvement can one defense really make in a matter of one offseason? You, you add a couple new faces. The coaching staff certainly much different on the defensive side of the ball. But really, realistically, how much improvement can you expect just with one offseason? Tell them, Church. I expect – I'm not going to say – I'm not going to say they're going to make a jump into the top ten, which I don't think they need to be a top ten defense with that, you know, explosive offense that we have. I think they just need to be in the middle of the pack, you know, anywhere between, you know, 13 and 16th in the league. And I think they can do that. I mean, they got to be much better than they were last year with Thanks. that – that uh, whole malarkey thing that went down last year. But I think it was a full offseason, a full offseason for Dan Quinn to put his his stamp on this program. And if you see the draft, his fingerprints are all over this draft. They got I mean, Channel member who has never been to Cowboy game. Hope they can be in the Texas area to make them much easier. It will be a division game. I was looking at week three against Suck, Eagles, or the New York Giant game. I also text you my phone number. Most certainly. Well, for the donation to help elevate the nation, I really appreciate you for the $50 off the top rope. This is spot. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Appreciate you so much for that, uh, Dallas Cowboys for life, man. It goes a long way, man. That's a third of the way right there with 50. My goodness. So what I'm going to do, we got channel members. I'm going to do it live. We go, we go live with it. My next live, my next, my next live video, I'm going to compile all of the names for the people that's on my Law Nations membership. I'm going to copy your name down and on an Excel spreadsheet, and we're going to take it to the wheel. And for those that's on my Facebook support group, I got about 45 there. I really appreciate you guys. I'm going to take your names. And this project, Law going to be up all night for this. Put your name in the bucket. And we're going to go to Patreon. Because I got to do Patreon. Y'all been holding it down. And like 5 million pounds for like the Patreon members. You see that it's strolling at the bottom. You get early access to majority of my film sessions. And then on top of that, you get early access to some of the hard knock stuff. Although you can find hard knocks floating around on YouTube, but we don't know how long those videos going to be there, but you can go to the law nations Patreon and you can click there and you can watch those episodes there. However, those names that's on the Patreon list and the membership SWAT, 
that's on this uh, YouTube channel as well as the supporters group on Facebook group. I'm going to compile all of your names and we're going to put you in the bucket and we're going to do a drawing. Now, he said into week three. So what I'm going to do is, how can I do this one? Okay. I'm trying to think. When your name is drawn, I'm going to do it. It's going to be live, so we make sure that we, we, we're we not, you know, cherry-picking this thing. When your name is drawn, all I want you to do is to text me at 682-214-4087 and say, hey, I'm the winner. And then I'm going to verify it and everything. And then we're going to get you in the connections with Dallas Cowboys for life. On top of that, you got 48 hours to respond. And if not within 48 hours, we're going to start that thing all the way over again. Is that fair? Is that reasonable? Cowboy Nation, let me know. If it's fair and reasonable, let me know and just let me just type yes in the comment box and we'll do it that way. Now, for those who don't have a lot of remuneration, not, not a lot of money in your pockets, there's only 99 pennies to join the Patreon. There's only 99 pennies to join the uh, the Cowboys, but well, my uh, membership squad here on the YouTube page. And uh, for my Facebook group, it's only $1.99. So those are the prices. So I'm not telling you where to go, but you can always strengthen your chances by being part of all three of them, you know, because your name is going to go in there three times for your mind. How about that? Is that fair and reasonable? Appreciate you. See, a lot of people say, yeah, so we're going to do it that way. Dallas Cowboys for life. Now, all you got to do is deliver, baby. I'm I'm going to do the, I'm going to draw it up and I'm going to submit it and I'm going to put it in your hands. (laughs) Yeah, let's go. It was like eight of the 11 draft picks were all defensive players. Appreciate you again for that 50. are all over this defense right now. And to me, they seem to be be believing in this guy. I mean, if you look at it on tape, it jumps out how fast these guys are flying around. You don't see a lot of, you know, ah, pointing the fingers, what's going on here, what's going on there. These guys are flying. They understand the playbook. They understand what's being asked of them from Dan Quinn. And they're going out there and they're playing well. I mean, this linebacking core, D-line, secondary, all included, they're flying around like their hair is on fire. And what impresses me the most is they're gang tackling out there. You know, last year mm. there was a lot of – try to one-on-one tackles in the open field. And to me, that's one of the hardest things to do in the National Football League is to get one of these shifty guys down in the open field. you got to have gang. you got to have numbers, that gang mentality. Yeah. And that's what these guys are doing so far. There's one, two, three, four hats at the ball at each time. Everybody's striping for the ball, ripping it out. Facts. The first two preseason games, there was two takeaways. And last year we know this defense struggled in taking the ball away. And that was mm-hmm. one of the main reasons that they were terrible. So for me, I think – I don't think these guys need to make an extreme leap into the top ten where I'm talking about these guys just off the charts. I think they need to be in the middle of the pack. And so far, I think Dan Quinn's done an amazing job, and I think they can uh, achieve that middle-of-the-pack style defense. I yeah. love, you know, you used the yeah. words fast there, and, and the speed definitely seemed like this offseason yeah. – 
the the defense, that's what they wanted. They wanted to add speed and definitely some size, but speed was, with every addition they made, specifically Micah Parsons, they wanted to make that defense faster. And looking at the elite defense that you had in Jacksonville when you were able to go to an AFC championship game, what always just jumped out was just the speed on the field. How much mm-hmm. of an impact can just adding that improvement to team speed have for a defense? I think it's night and day, man. I think it's night and day because when you have speed like that at all three levels, I'm talking about D-line, linebackers, and secondary, it creates that gang mentality that I talked about earlier. When you got guys Mm -hmm. running like that, it's not just one guy that's, you know, popping off the tape. It's a whole bunch of guys, and you get multiple hats to the ball. That's what makes defense easy. When you got three or four guys on one ball carrier, he's not going to shake. That's that's how you limit – big plays and that's what we struggled with last year we gave up too many explosive Explosive plays plays, you know over 10 yards a run or over 20 yards on the pass we gave up way too many of that and when you add speed to the defense when you make the defense faster you limit those plays you limit those yards after the catch and I think that's what killed us last year along with the run which was oh man our our run defense last year was atrocious and this year it's got to be a lot better and I think it will with the speed that we have on defense even though that Neville Gallimore injury I think is going to be huge and we need a lot of guys to step up on the interior like Brent uh, Urban and Bohanna and those guys. Thanks. But overall, I think this defense is going to be a lot better because of that speed that they added and that sideline-to-sideline ability that a lot of our linebackers have. We haven't had that in a long time, and we need it, and we got it right now with Parsons and uh, Keanu Neal, and those guys are flying around right now. So I don't see us making a huge leap, but I see us at least getting in the middle of the pack, and that speed is going to help us out a lot. Barry Church with Yes, indeed. Uh, Barry Church with the unbelievable uh, information out there, especially talking about speed of the game and the understanding. It's the speed and also with the philosophy of the game. Uh, Dallas Cowboys for life with another one. Man, I'm telling you, um, as soon as they uh, speak, I'm going to just do this one right now. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Getting all of the buttons. You wearing these buttons out over here. Appreciate you. Let the AI speak. Yes. When the Lord blessed you, give back to the universe. This is totally from me. Just to put smile on someone's face. I am also going to be at there. Mm, mm, look at that. TB12 say hello to RG94 and Micah. Go Cowboys. Who that? Who that? I ain't see that one. The lunatic, appreciate you. Thank you so much. Are you not entertained? Uh, I want to get some royal. Appreciate both of y'all, man. Oh my goodness, the nation is growing crazy over here. We got people just sprinkling blessings over here just to see the smile on another cowboy's face. Just, 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 just look at this right here. How glorious it will be when we lift that Lombardi Trophy. You will not just see smiles on the faces, but you will see tears of joy from me because I know I won't be able to hold it back. And I just feel like this year, call me crazy, but I just feel like, hey, man, it's going to happen this year. Think about this. People were saying, Noah, crazy, man. He's building that ark. He's building a boat and it hasn't rained in many, many of years. What is he doing? You know? But when it started raining, they were looking at it like, hey, dog, can I get on that boat? It's too late. It's too late, Cowboy Nation. And that is what Cowboys right here is saying. The Dallas Cowboys for life. That's what he's saying. My goodness. Shout out to you, Ryan Kennedy. Appreciate you for subscribing. 
listen to the rest of this interview. With us here on the fan. Now, I, I want to go back to your rookie year, undrafted 2010 uh, out of Toledo. Was it, well, what was the. What was the welcome to the NFL moment for, for Barry Church where he's like, holy hell, I am not at Toledo anymore? <laughs> uh, well, it would have to be that very first preseason game. And it was my rookie year, like you mentioned, and uh, we were going against the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, I had the understanding that nobody, no, those starters were going to play. I'm sitting there Thanks. thinking, oh, this is going to be you know me versus uh, another bunch of college guys out there, so I should be fine because none of our starters were playing. But then I lined up out there. I see Ocho Cinco out there. You know, I see Carson Palmer right there. I'm like, hold on. I thought these guys weren't even playing. And then they snapped the ball, and I swear Ocho Cinco's feet were moving at the speed of light. Like, I was like, what in the heck is going on here? This was mixing, mixing everybody up. So I'm like, man, hold on. Am I, am I really ready for this? So it was that crazy. moment. And then also – I was a rookie playing a little bit of defense here and there. We we went up to Minnesota at the time, and I thought, okay, I'm, I'm getting some more. I'm getting some burn on defense. This NFL thing ain't too hard. And one of the defenses we had, I had to actually line up that corner and play kind of like a cover two corner to get a jam mm. on a receiver. Well, when I go out there, you know, to get my you know get my press position on and say like, all right, I'm gonna put this receiver in the sidelines. Here come here jots out Randy Moss. Woo! Now beat a champ. WK1, we gonna beat D champs. DC4L. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Week one. I know my guy, Vach Lombardi, with the party, he's been beating on the table. We're going to beat that, you know what, out of the uh, Buccaneers. And I, and I sit there like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah we, we should beat them. You know, uh, if you look at everything of what we can bring to the table, yeah. But but he's speaking boldly, you know, with it. And I, I love it. I love it. I love it. And I love everybody, man. And we're going to beat the I got to call the game, so so I wish I had those bold convictions of the heart. But I'm just telling you guys, we're going to win the Super Bowl. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Um, but far as that week one, as long as we compete, that's my mindset. I don't want to see us get blown out. I just want to see competition compete. Whether we win by one or lose by one, man, man, that beat of the heart is going to be pumping, baby. But I want the competition to compete. That's what we want. We want these guys to compete. Oh, no. Like, oh, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Go line up on the other side. Well, give me somebody else. Here comes Randy Moss. And he kind of he, he had a, like, like, looked at me like I wasn't even there. He kind of just looked over my helmet, just didn't even notice I was there. And at the snap of the ball, I tried my hardest to jam this dude. And you, know, you ever heard the expression, if you reach, the other you person teach teaches? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's exactly what happened. I reached for, for Randy Moss. He might have <laughs> slapped my hand so hard. I fell down to my knees. Randy Moss, I look up. Randy Moss is about 20 yards down the field with that signature, put my hand in the air and just throw the ball. But luckily we had a great defensive rush from DeMarcus Ware and Jay Ratliff and those mm. boys. So the completion never happened. But – when I saw that, I was like, well, there goes that defense. Don't ever put me at corner again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, mean. <laughs> I want you, Barry, right now to call out that defensive coordinator. Was it was it was it the Rob was it Rob Ryan? Who was the schmuck defensive coordinator that said, Hey Barry, go from your strong safety position, go line up one on one on the outside with Randy Ma <laughs> Appreciate you, C Brown. Thank you so much for your donation there. Thank you. Uh and you didn't leave a comment there, but I really appreciate you for that and as well as Kelly appreciate you expect you. in the last preseason game the expectations this will be the Danucci Super Bowl 
uh, the Brandon Knox Super Bowl, uh, the Jaquan Hardy. I just expect him to have his glasses on and, and catch the ball for crying out loud and to compete. This would be the guys that's on the bottom end of the roster to figure out how they can make this team. The special team aspect of it, we need a big pump return or a kick return. These guys need to play lights out. So the expectations of this particular team, it's not you can't look for the win. No, 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 no. It would just be a feel-good story if we win. But what we're looking for are the individuals, you know, whoever we had like a, a stretching desire to say, okay, maybe we can sneak them on the practice squad. But maybe this game will change our minds on that. So I need I need to see another good game from Bradley and I. I've been hearing echoes of other things of what the Cowboys staff may do. So we need to see that. We need to see um, some of the guys that's on the low end of this team to really make some plays. Tyler Cole, if he want to have a shot at it, and I know he's on the outside looking in because this team just been so competitive in that defensive back category. Those guys going to have to make this team. Uh, to me personally, I need to see Greg the leg. I need to see him make a kick. He will be one of the guys that will be starting on this team, by the way. So we will be looking and wanting to see whether or not this guy can make a kick, for crying out loud. Uh, as, a, as we were walking into practice today, uh, I was telling every, I was telling my guy, uh, Scott Walker, I don't want to even know who our long snapper is. It's McQuaid or something like that, number 44. I don't even want to know who he is, and I want that to, to continue. Yeah, so that's what my expectation of the preseason. Yeah, uh, Josh Ball uh, is well enough to play tomorrow. This is from Jennifer. I saw him working the courts today. I got a video, quick video. I don't know if I posted it on uh, on my Twitter, but let me see. Did I post it on my Twitter? Hold on. Bear with me, Cowboy Nation. Bear with me. Uh, we yeah, Josh Ball. Let's go right here. Yeah, yeah. I didn't post it. I, it must was still uploading. But Basham, he's working the chords. Y'all see him working the chords. Um, we need Basham to show us something. You know, if he's able, if he's able to play. Yeah, that's a little loud there. But um, outside of that, we we'll find out what we can do. Um. No, nah, no, nah, this is actually Cowboys blue. This is actually Cowboys blue. Got it from the pro shop, you know. Cowboys got this shade of blue. Uh, we seen, uh, I think, day before yesterday, we saw Diggs wear this blue. Moss, fire him now. Is he still in the league? <laughs> no, it, it was definitely Rob Ryan. Yeah, yes. defense that were like, all right, we're going to put this guy oh. here. We're going to put that guy here. And oh, let me rewind. Let me really rewind. And I went out there and tried. And Harry, go from your strong safety <laughs> position. Go. The completion never happened. But when I saw that, I was like, "Well, there goes that defense. Don't ever put me at corner again." <laughs> yeah, so, I, I, mean, I, <laughs> I want you, Barry, right now to call out that defensive coordinator. Was it? Was it? Was it the Rob? Was it Rob Ryan? Who was the schmuck defensive coordinator? Schmuck. That said, hey, Barry, <laughs> go from your strong safety <laughs> position. Go line up one on one on the outside with Randy Moss. Fire him now. Is he still in the league? <laughs> No, it, it was definitely Rob Ryan. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, defenses that were like, all right, we're going to put this guy here. We're going to put that guy there. And he had me thinking I could really do it. And I went out there and tried and uh, got embarrassed. But, you know, luckily the completion wasn't there. So is there anybody on the Cowboys roster this year when you look at undrafted rookie free agents that you're pulling for, anybody that's caught your eye that you're hoping can make this team? 
Uh, he's not. He he was drafted actually, um, but he, it was close to being undrafted. He was a six round pick in uh, Israel. Israel. I don't want to destroy his oh, last name. Mukwamu. Yeah, he's not undrafted, but he's a low round guy. And when I saw him out there in OTAs, he's a bigger safety, six four. He's lean. He got great feet out there. Great feet. Great hands. And I think he can cover well as well because you know he came from that corner position in, in uh, Georgia. So I'm thinking. You know what? This guy, this guy got a little something. You know, through camp, he's been up and down here and there in these preseason games. He hasn't really made a big splash or anything like that. So hopefully, you know, this last game against Jacksonville, he'll get a lot of a lot of PT out there, and he'll be able to show his worth to try to make this team. So I've been pulling pulling for him from the beginning. But like I said, this this safety unit is, is extremely deep. So it's, if he doesn't, you know, show out on special teams, it's going to be hard for my guy to make the squad. Oh my gosh, uh, Izzy. He posted on his Instagram, um, he went to the Madden, you know, he, now the kids look up the Madden ratings and things like that, and he looked up his Madden, and he saw where the Madden had him as cornerback. And he posted below that, as I should be, or where I should be. Yeah. The kid don't want to play safety, but we are playing him at safety. Now, sometimes when you go into the league, you just don't do what you want to do. You do what coaches tell you to do and where they see fit for you to play. But I just hope that this is not a Reggie Robinson type of situation, whereas, you know, Reggie was supposed to be a cornerback, but they put him at a, a safety situation. And, and the next year, you know, he got an injury. Now he's on IR. So hopefully he will, he will turn next year to the team since we hold some of his rights. But it goes to show you that, Sometimes you don't get what you want. And shout out to Miss Jackie again. I thank you so much for your love and adulations. I see you. I see you in the chat over there. And uh, like I said, all of my information, a third of my information for sure, come from you in the morning time. And the words of encouragement goes a long way. I really appreciate you, Miss Jackie. So, uh, Izzy, I just don't think that another team will, will say, man, you know what? We ain't going to take that risk on them. So if the Cowboys wave him, it could be a possibility that another team scoop him up. Barry, this has been a real treat for us, man. Really can't thank you enough for taking the time to join us. And actually, I'm sorry. As I was just about to wave you off, uh, looks like Walchuk's got one more question for you. Go ahead there, Walchuk. What's your secret with the pork chops? Secret with the pork chops? Oh, man, that, that's a question you got to ask my wife. I'm terrible with the pork chop game. You know, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it's terrible. So I ain't got no type of secret to it. You, you got something for me I need to need to know? I'm in search of it. I, I've been in search. We asked everybody we have on for the first time, what's the secret with the pork chops? Question. Broadus has given me the best answer thus far, mm -hmm. but we're just going to have to have Mrs. Church on next time. Brought us at applesauce. It's about the it's the applesauce that you like. Uh, you marinate them in or something, something in like the that. marinade. Yes, something yes. in the marinade, and also you got to turn it over to the side, and you got to cook the edges mm -hmm. as well. And then we've also had a bunch of texts come in eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three on the Autoflex leasing fan text. But there's no one consensus on how to cook a good pork chop. I think everybody's got their own little secrets, but mm -hmm. I love finding out yours. Hey, I'm telling you, I would trust Broadus, man. That dude, when it comes to cooking, when it comes to throwing down, he's awesome, man. He he's does. Awesome. He's, he's a craw I don't know if you guys eat crawfish or anything like that. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I've heard his crawfish are to die for. They're magical. And next time he has a crawfish boil, I will be in attendance. So 
I listen to him when it comes to cooking, man. I know that dude knows what he's doing uh, throwing down in the kitchen. Now. All right, Barry, let me ask you this. Was that pork chop question the single worst question you've ever been asked uh, since you've joined the media? <laughs> uh, it was definitely top three. Barry, this has been yeah. a real treat, brother. Thank you. That was a good call from that was a good call from Barry, man. Uh from uh 105.3 the fan nosebleed. And we're gonna post their link in their description there so that you guys can listen to the entire episode without me pausing and rewinding and all of that. Uh phone number is at the top of the screen there. Uh if you feel free to call in, uh 657-390. 7391. That's the number. Let me see if I can type it in over here so that you guys can also see it on the YouTube if you can barely see it on the screen there. Really appreciate everybody for jumping in. Uh, the hot line for yo. Mine. That's the, that's the line. That's the line right there. Yeah, so we'll do it that way, and then I'll pin it to the top. How are you guys doing today? How are everybody's doing um, so far? You guys been drinking your water, your alkaline water? You guys been getting some sunlight? We got, uh, I mean, it's official. We got Coach Marv in the house. You're live. What's going on, Law? Got a little couple of things I want to talk to you about, mm-hmm. and a, a, a slogan that I think the Cowboys should go with because I think this last preseason game we're going. Some of these guys have earned their stars already on their helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these guys are trying to earn their stars, and uh, the stars the stars stands uh, stands for S. Uh, speed, mm-hmm. play fast, T. Uh, toughness, play physical, A, ability, availability, always be available, and R, be relentless. So if they if they if they if they if they earn that star, there'll be those four things. So so hold on, uh, let me see. Hopefully, speed, toughness, toughness, ability, availability, availability, and relentless. And relentless. I'm gonna have to write so that if, one down. Yeah. <laughs> So if they if they if they if they if they earn their star, we we know they fit those 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 four criteria. Mm-hmm. But I really want uh, I I like what you uh, the church interview church uh, part of some very good things. I think I talked to about that about speed. Mm-hmm. I think the Cowboys have really increased their speed, mm-hmm. and and that's going to play pay dividends. I did disagree with one on one thing, and I think a lot of people have been mm-hmm. talking about this about the Cowboys defense don't need to be in the, maybe the middle of the pack. Well, you know, I'm a history buff, Law, and uh, uh-huh. the Cowboys have never played an NFC championship game or won a Super Bowl or lost a Super Bowl without a defense that ranked either 10 or better oh, wow. in their history. In history. So, <laughs> so <laughs> it, in their history, they have never played in one of those games, a championship mm. type of game, without their defense ranking 10 or better. Mm. So – and I and and Church should know this. You know this that he played on a Jacksonville team that had a dominate defense with a quarterback. I can't even remember his name. The only thing he ain't in the NFL anymore. I think it was and Blake they got Borders. him all the way to yeah. yeah. Yeah, they got him all the way to the NFC uh, AFC Championship game. Even uh, 
the the butt fumble guy got to two AFC championship games with just a defense alone. Right. So uh, with the Jets, so mm-hmm. defense is, is like you said earlier today on one of your things. Defense win championships. Right. They can take you a long way, and with this offense we have, you put that on top of the defense, we can we can do. I don't see some great offensive teams never win Super Bowls. So, yeah. but I've seen some great defensive teams win Super Bowls regardless of who they had at quarterback. Um, but I did want to talk about one other issue. Mm-hmm. And I think we get a lot of talk about these free agencies, um, uh, free agency and talking about, uh, you know, are we going to sign Gallup? Are we going to do this and that? Well, let's let, the, let's, let's let the season play it out. Because if we win big, if we get to an NFC championship game, right, mm-hmm. or we get to a Super Bowl and we don't win a Super Bowl, all that free agent stuff will work itself out. Guys will take team-friendly deals. Gallo won't take $18 million, $15 million because he knows if he don't take the, uh, a, a, a reasonable offer, may not be over the top, but he'll know it'd be five or six other guys clamoring at the door, knocking on the door to play for the Cowboys on the yeah. biggest stage in football, and they have a chance to win. I remember with, uh, with, with, with that receiver that got traded from Atlanta, when they had it, when he was on the Santa, that uh, stuff that he was talking with Shannon Sharp, talking, about, he called him and he said the Cowboys did not buy winning. Julio. Well, that's the that Julio Jones. Uh, yeah. You, yeah, Julio Jones. He said we didn't know about winning. The the key to free agency is if teams that win and they they are a, a, a really contentious for Super Bowls, mm-hmm. they don't have problems assigning their free agents because the negotiations is not that. Not that uh, not that tough because the team has all the all the all the leverage because you got guys that want to try to win Super Bowls are, are clamoring to get your spot. Mm-hmm. So we just win and all that all that free agency and salary cap stuff will work it out. Now we six and uh, seven and, and and we don't win them at seven games and we, we got potentially to have a good team or you know high hopes. Facts. Then you don't have to pay guys. And you have to pay them big money, and even though they want to come to Dallas anyway, because Dallas is the biggest stage. Mm-hmm. They they don't feel they're gonna win. They don't feel they even have to pay guys. But if we win, we don't have to really really pay. We, we can really have the leverage in in our hands. And the last thing I want to talk about law is I sent you a, a text during the the text line. We was talking been talking about the linebacker play. Facts. Yeah. The linebacker play has went the went south since Matt Ugafit. Uh, I can't say his name, Matt. Uh, the guy that went to yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah. defensive coordinator at, at the Indianapolis coach. Facts. He was the he was the he was the the coach with, with Sean Lee for Sean Lee basically whole career. He was a top line linebacker coach mm-hmm. and he was there when Jalen became when Jalen first came as a rookie and brought Jalen along and since he left our linebacker coaching has been horrible. Well, as a matter of fact, the, before uh, before McCarthy came in, the guy that was there before, he was a joke. And then Mike Nolan had the linebackers last year, so <laughs> right. we know we know how that went. These guys have not had a good linebacker. Matter of fact, this guy, the Cowboys wanted to keep him so much that, but they didn't want to move on from Marinelli. Yeah, That's, here yeah. it is again. Sometimes we don't move on from players, and sometimes we don't move on from coaches too that we need to move on. But this guy should have been our defensive coordinator because he has done an 
excellent job in Indianapolis. Then he came back here with Indianapolis, and we played him. When he went to Indianapolis, he shut us out. We didn't yeah, get a touchdown. He, 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 gave, he gave the blueprint away. And, and, uh, that he blueprint, but he's a, yeah. great, he's a great linebacker coach. You look at my guy from South Carolina. I'm from South Carolina law. Right, right. My guy from South Carolina State was drafted by him. And uh, he's credited for uh, Hitchison. He's credited for Wilson. He's credited for making all these guys better. And our, and our linebacker coaching room has been a void of that. And I hope Edwards do, do a good job because I believe where this hurt Jalen is, Jalen, when Jalen came out of college, right? he was what Michael Parsons was. He had all the ability, Facts. all the athletic ability, but he was not a, he didn't know the game of linebacker. And I think Michael's in that same position. He's playing mostly off of his, his talent, right. his, his, his raw ability. But he has to be taught the game so his, his, his talent can even make him even better. Mm-hmm. And without that coaching, he would still be on his talent. He would be playing off his talent, and he doesn't. And he would not get any better because one thing I understand about players, and everybody needs to understand this: good, good players can't take bad coaching. Facts, yeah. Great players that got good coaching become Hall of Famers. Mm. Good players that have great coaching become great. Mm. Good uh, mediocre players with bad coaching, they become outside the league. They be out the league. Good players cannot take bad coaching. They need to be, and, they, and I think Parsons, I think they're going through a rebirth at linebacker where these guys are, are finally being taught the linebacker position, and I believe that you're going to see that. Um, but I don't want Michael Parsons to fall in the same problem of jailing. And I'm not saying that, you know, that, that's the end all. But right. Jalen hadn't been coached well since Eagleson left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that. And I want Michael Parson to come around slowly. I want him to learn the, the linebacker position and then let his, his athletic ability shine because he's in the right place, in the right place, and then he can, he can be an all-world linebacker. So, Hopefully that they got that straight to Edwards at, at linebacker coach, and but uh, write that thing down, law uh, about the yeah, about the star speed and, toughness. Uh, you know, remember this law availability. Remember this. Yeah. You work real hard, man. You do a lot of sweating, right? Yeah, yeah. On the on the on the on the thing, but those who sweat more in peace bleed less in war. <laughs> I'm gonna have to use that one. Yeah, and that's that sweat equity, by the way, as well. So, man, hey, coach, hey, it's always wonderful, man, of you uh, calling into the show and providing us the blessings of your wisdom, and uh, we are really digesting this the best way possible and getting these good ingredients, man. And I'm quite sure the things that you say, people are echoing it out to their family members and their loved ones and the neighbors. So uh, continue to call in, Coach. And you've been the first one, man. I need to just need to carve out a segment, Coach Marv segment, you know. <laughs> <laughs> man, listen, man. Let me tell you, let me tell you, Lord, I, coaching this for me is, uh, for the time I was uh, coaching, man, was not mm-hmm. by wins and losses, man. When you have kids to come back 
uh, 10, 20 mm. uh, years later, mm. and they are they are they are their husbands, their yeah. their fathers, uh, yeah. and they remember just a little bit that you taught or taught them or something that you taught them about creating uh, football and the things you go through football to life, yeah. and that that's the benefit uh, for me of coaching. It's never about the wins and losses. Is about how you play the game and what the game teaches you, because I think football is the greatest team sport in the world, and is the is the best uh, teacher of life skills oh to young yeah. men that play. Oh, so yeah. uh, I appreciate it, Long. Have a good show. Appreciate you, Coach. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Great, 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 great call from uh, Coach Man, and I, and I say like the first callers. They got an infinite amount of time. The Infinity Gauntlet. That's what they got, the Infinity Gauntlet. And uh, maybe I need to have the Infinity Gauntlet to come out of the sky when the first caller call in, and we can craft something up like that. But uh, Coach was right on the point with everything that he lamented, especially about, you know, teaching players to be in the right spot and these sorts of things. But nevertheless, uh, and I'm going to expound a little bit on Coach Edwards, but before we do that, 972 been waiting patiently so 972 you live hey what's going on how you doing long doing well um what you got for everything for today uh really i just wanted to touch on base about uh jabril cox because man mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of potential out of jabril cox not only that at him at the linebacker position but this man is built like derwin james he can, he can move to safety facts if he wanted facts, to facts. Yeah. And I just want to talk about, you know, the, the potential we have and the depth that we have across the board on defense now after the draft and after all the pickups. Yeah, uh, the guys, uh, as we was talking, uh, Jabril Cox will be utilized as big nickel. You know, he will be that big guy that you can insert inside, but not as primarily as a safety, but a guy that can control some of that C-gap along this edge there and uh, fill in some of the tackles, I mean, the tight ends there. So, yeah, I, I think that he do possess that, that that size. He's the same size as Cam Chancellor, by the way, I believe, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real big player, real stout, mm-hmm. uh, real lean, actually. Facts. Facts, you know. I also I, wanted yeah. to talk to you about uh, Jaquan Hardy, because I, I, I believe I read the other day <laughs> that uh, Doddle's out on the IR, right? Right, he's gone for a year, that hip, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to talk to you and touch base, you know, how, how do you feel about Hardy, you know, solidifying that, you know, third running back position? Even in practice, he dropped passes. And that's, that's worrisome for me. Um, as the third running back, I would just say kick the can on both of those guys. Bring them back for practice squad, of course. But I want to go with Nick. I want to go with two running backs and a fullback. Yeah, you want to go with Ralston. Yeah, Ralston, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he he's got potential. He look he looks good up the gut. Oh yeah, shoot, yeah, yeah. Move some stuff out the way, man. It'd be it'll be good to see Nick back there in the backfield, uh, creating alleyways and lanes for Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Um, what else you got for the show though? Before, before I let you go, got anything else? Uh yeah, uh, one more thing. A uh, wide receiver. Uh, we, we actually got a lot of depth at wide receiver. We got a lot of lean, tall wide receivers, and 
I see uh, Aaron Parker a lot. I don't think he's going to make the team, but uh, I just wanted to, you know, get your opinion on him and if you think he'll he'll solidify a spot on the team here in the future. Well, uh, me and Sky, as we were doing the observation of practice today, uh, it's it's night and day of seeing four throw the ball to these uh, backup wide receivers opposed to Ben Mm -hmm. DiNucci, Garrett Gilbert, and Cooper Rush. And I and we both made the the same conclusion that it's hard to evaluate these guys when you have less than accurate or less than a, a guy that can throw the ball to these guys. It's just hard to evaluate them. And when Dak Prescott was out there, eighteen looked pretty good. Aaron Parker looked pretty good. Fourteen looked good. Uh, Osiris Mitchell, uh, even some of the other guys. So he's going to be practice squad. And they just it's no it's not enough room for him because mm-hmm. Cedric Wilson and Noah Brown played so well and and of course I, if you look at the political part of it for Hoko he's on his team over those guys even uh, uh, the other guy fantastic Malik Turner fantastic man mm-hmm. caught fantastic. a touchdown yeah, the other day good. yeah and I'm talking about off of a deep fade so. Uh, who did he catch that uh, ball on? I didn't. I didn't get to see uh, who he was on. It um, looked like candidate, but yeah, it was on Kennedy three one. Yeah, it was on him. But he made some other uh, plays. That's on on uh, him. I think he made a play on Diggs as well. So the guy can run. He can run some good routes. Do you think they're going to put Kennedy at that uh, starting slot corner, or do you think they're going to just go with Lewis or AB? Lewis, 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 and AB are the uh, the quote unquote starting corners. A.B. is your quarterback, too. In every lineup that I was able to see, Anthony Brown was the starter as it relates to uh, CB2. Unless, I'm going to go throw up uh, on that part. <laughs> say, say again. I said, well, I'm going to go throw up on that part. It's <laughs> <laughs> just how it is, unfortunately, man. But I appreciate you for calling in to the show. Hey man, I appreciate you, man. Beard always looks fantastic. Your, your content's great, man. Just just keep it up, man. Call him from Oak Cliff, you know. Oh. Hey, K Silent until the night time. Oh I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll catch you later. Salute, bro. Are you not entertained? Oak Cliff. Are you not entertained? Shout out to Oak Cliff, man. Shout out to Mo Three. Yeah, may he rest in peace as well, man. Shout out to all of the Oak Cliffs out there, man. Richardson and everybody, man. Uh Cowboy Nation. Seems like uh, it's been a wonderful episode. Okay, we got my dog. He's going to jump in. I love I love when I see that name. Oh, man, we had to pause and pump the brake. All right. Nah, die for you, my. You're live. Nah, nah. Mm, what you got for this episode? What's up, brother? Yeah, nothing to it. We're going to it. Let's get into it, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see Zeke just cleared up some salary cap money for us. Mm-hmm. Do you see a veteran? Running back on that radar. I'm cool mm. with Zeke. I'm cool with Pollard. But for me, I like three. Damn, right secondly, back. the Gardner Minshew trade got, is really bothering me. I feel like we could have did that. A low round pick for somebody who got some experience. Because it's an injustice on our backup wide receivers, backup offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. And even our defense for them to practice with and against Anucci and Gilbert and Cooper Rush, I feel like we need to find somebody's capable 
who challenged them to practice and sharpen their iron as well. And I don't feel like they can provide that with too much assistance on the sidelines because they barely can see the field good. Yeah. The agency, I feel like we don't have some post-cut pickups. Hopefully it's on the defensive side. Hopefully it's on the defensive line. Maybe we can get a cornerback or someone in the secondary as well. I'm really liking that in the wide receiver chemistry, watching hard knocks. They believe in them. He believes in them. Mm-hmm. But that, that has really, really improved on his fundamentals, and you can most definitely see it. Yeah. And coaching-wise, on my radar, it's our QB coach and Joe Philman. Mm-hmm. I'm still not sold on Joe Philman. I'm seeing his interactions and how or not. I like an offensive lineman, coach, who did it. Who did it at this level. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. My time. Nah, Dom, man. Um, let me see if I can respond to all of the things that you just said right there. You can hold tight, too. Um... Veteran what veteran, veteran running back? Uh, I've been pondering like who who will we go out there and grab? Like like what running back is out there? You know that that's willing to come in for a cup of coffee and not trying to break the bank for crying out loud. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, on top of that, far as the backup quarterbacks, I'm right with you on that. You know, uh, the Garden Manchu is probably light years ahead of Cooper Rush. <laughs> and as well as Danucci. No, I know for sure Danucci. He's he's a way ahead of Danucci, Danucci right now. Man. But um, God, I just look at it like the Cowboys, they love their guys, and it's team Dak Prescott or Bust. I think that they're looking at it in those fashion, right? Um, yeah. Outside of that, man, uh, what would you mention the defense? Did you say something about the defense? Yeah, yeah. Free agency and Free agency. Um, po- uh, the last cuts, pickups. Since we got that money cleared up, I mean, we we got we got some money. We got close to like eight to nine million dollars left now. You know, ever since they freed up the six point eight eight million dollars from Ezekiel Elliott's uh, side of the coin. So, Gino Atkins, somebody, uh, somebody proven, man. Somebody, somebody proven. I need at least one Pro Bowl on the belt, but. Well, well, he man, just he just left Seattle without tough, a deal, man. and you know normally what I, what would happen if if after week one you can bring in a veteran, and their contract would not be guaranteed for the full year. So so that could be the play there. Yeah, they don't touch tomorrow against Tampa Bay. Say, all right, we need something, and we'll go out get it. Yeah, back in wide receiver chemistry. I mean, I, I know you saw it face to face. How you how was it looking? How you feeling about that? Well, it's chemistry uh, with these guys that's out there. And, of course, we didn't get a chance to see for the last two days uh, Lamb out there because he's in that protocol. But I can tell you that the command for this team from Dak Prescott, one looking sharp, uh, 19 looking good, and even 85, although he kind of played volleyball with the football a little bit, he looking good uh, on certain plays. And then 13, he's just keeping it mean. So all of those guys – all of those guys got the ability to to play well with Dak Prescott, and it looks like, hey, 
There's still probably roll coverage. It'll be back the same. There's still roll coverage on Amari Cooper's side, and it'll be one-on-one to 13 by himself with the CB2. And I think 13 can gobble up anybody's number two cornerback out there. So uh, the chemistry will be okay. How you feel about Joe Filman, man? Oh, the offensive line coach. Um, far as from what he was able to do last season with the deck of cards of running Terrence yeah, Steele yeah, out he, there and the personnel. He, he had a good. Yeah. Uh, he did okay, you know. So what we're trying to did, see uh, this year is that although we gave Mike McCarthy the mulligan, we will see whether or not, you know, that mulligan would not count for Joe Fieldman for this year too. So that mulligan went under Mike, McCar- Mike McCarthy, but it also qualified for uh, Joe Philbin. So we'll be looking at Joe and see if he know anything to keep everything afloat for this year. So I'm looking how he got the boys ready for blitzes. Facts. And keeping our quarterback clean. Like, mm-hmm. he has the shortest leash of anybody on, I believe, on our coaching staff because I, I – I, our quarterback, he needs to be safe. He needs to be protected. Right. Those five guys, they got to be in tune, and they got to be right. Yeah. And it's going to come from coaching. Because yeah. we keep on going back to uh, Callahan and how everything was tight and right. We're still looking for that cohesiveness, a cohesiveness with everybody. But no, 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 I got no. my eye on you, Joe. But <laughs> that's my time. May everybody be blessed. May y'all be safe, keep your head up, and forget the stress. Yes, One. Indeed. Are you not entertained? Good call from Nine Are down. you not entertained? Yeah, yeah my bad if uh, Mo3, if he's not from Oak Cliff. I'm not from Texas, so I don't know where these guys are from. Look, Trap Boy Freddy and Yellow Beezy, all of those guys. I mean, they're from Dallas. Well, you might as well say they're from Texas. I'm right on that one, right? <laughs> now watch, they're going to be from New Mexico and from Oklahoma. <laughs> but shout out to all of those guys. I'm from Mississippi, though, you know, for, by the way. So I'm from Mississippi. and uh, But shout out to Texas and all of those boys that uh, rap in this area and all of the upcoming rappers that's out here in the streets trying to get it. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, shout out to Dr. Football. I see you, fam. Uh, Sugar Daddy One Williams. That's a weird name there. Sugar Daddy One. Uh, 214. Now, this person from Texas, right? Shout out to you. You're live. Want you lean forward a little bit? fuck out of here with this shit. Don't be coming over here with that crazy stuff. Don't you ever come on my goddamn line. <laughs> All right, Cowboy Nation. I'm going to let one more person call in. 657-390-7391. But if you talk with that crazy stuff, I'm going to get you. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, from Cooley, you from Mississippi. Appreciate you for jumping in. Spiffy, AC, Big T, I see you, fam. Yeah, uh, what about Carlos Miller? Mm, I don't know about that one. But I got a person that's not going to come in with all of that foolery. So I'm going to give one more to the other caller for the 214. How dare you have the audacity to call in with that crap. But I got my dog. Nine five six, you in the mix? Let's go. La Cowboys Nation, cómo estamos? 
That's what we're good doing after our week one road win mm-hmm. against the defending champions. We're going to be telling Shannon Sharp, lean forward. Lean forward. We're going to tell those haters, mm-hmm. you doubted Dak. Guess what he has? What we, anybody who has played, has seen it. Mm-hmm. That it. You don't know what it is, but it moves you to play above a level that you think even mm-hmm. you can play. And that is what Dak is doing. Hell, he even had that shoulder thing, probably because he was throwing from a chair when mm-hmm. he was recovering from his ankle. Yeah, I That's heard this. That's how much somebody. of a competitor yeah. he is. Yeah. I think, what, what, did so, you call in before and say that? I think I, I heard somebody say that. I think it was on the, uh, the the TV show or something like that. They were saying that he was throwing from the chair and his weight distribution wasn't there, you know. Uh, and that just overuse of the arm. Was that you earlier, or, or this is your first time telling me that? I've just heard it again. When okay. you study the injury from people who have played baseball, yeah. Yeah. they're thinking, hey, what my therapist told me, it was this. It was because I wasn't able to follow through with my legs. You don't just throw with your arm and everything mm-hmm. like that. But, that's, again, that just shows how much of a competitor Dak wanted mm-hmm. is. He just wanted to get out there so he could help his team win. And week one, that's why the NFL chose this matchup, Tampa Bay-Dallas. Don't be surprised mm-hmm. if it's going to be one the highest-rated game for the past couple of years. Yeah. Now, we're getting the cut down. We're getting the 53-man roster. Don't freak out, Cowboys Nation. <laughs> you can right. play around with this roster. You can cut some veterans. Mm-hmm. And they they don't have to go through waivers. You can just cut them for a day so that you can match that 53, and then the next day they're signed back on so that the ones you put on IR, short-term IR, are on your roster. For example, mm-hmm. uh, Gallimore. We need to have him. He's, he's injured. We need to have him on the roster before we can put him on short-term IR. So that's one spot that you know he's going to have. Well, you got to make spot for somebody. There right. is a veteran exemption. Cut him for a day. We did it last, last year with T.J. Goodwin. I remember thinking, wait, wasn't he a special team ace? Wasn't right. he one of our big signings? Why are you cutting him? The next day, it was just a procedural move, so don't get freaked out. Don't start thinking, what the F are they doing? Right. <laughs> yeah. But again, our wide receivers. Tampa Bay had the number one rush defense last year. Their front seven, they are formidable. But mm. they're secondary, on the other hand. And they see our wide receivers. Kellen Moore just needs to get Dak on a roll, let our wide receivers open it up, and then just like before, let Zeke and Pollard just close the door on that win. Oh, yeah, and the defense, that's what I love about Every time I hear Dan Quinn speak, I know why players say he is a player's coach. Mm -hmm. I want to go and play for him Mm -hmm. because he gets the most out of me. He teaches. And he puts me in a position to win. What does Quinn say? Listen, I'm going to teach you because then you're going to teach it to somebody else. You're going to teach your backup what I'm going to do. Right. That is great. Our defense is playing fast. They are they're going up there with bad intentions. That are, I, I like that saying. I heard somebody, I think it was Church saying. Mary Church, bad intentions. Yeah. Our speed and our energy, that means our defense is coming in there with bad intentions. Yeah. I love it. Week one, here come the Cowboys. Like I said, we're going to shock the world. As John Madden used to say, you want to be the champ? 
well, you got to beat the champ. And this is the first time, first of two, that we're going to beat Tampa Bay on our way to the playoffs. Go Cowboys. Law, thank you very much. Have a great one. Oh, you as well. Appreciate the call in. That's what I'm talking about. Are you not entertained? Great call from my guy, the lunatic, man. Now, now that's, that's, that's the guy that spit nothing but real facts. I mean, that's how a call is supposed to call in. You spit your facts, it'd be fire, and it'd be one of those things where you sit there and say to yourself, my goodness, my goodness, that brother right there is coming with the delivery. And and go Cowboys. Hey, this is what we do. Hey, I'm going to try to craft up some of the red zone plays. It'll be late, and the quality of the video is not shot at – 1080p or 4k so it may be a little blurry or what have you but it will be the uh red zone uh touchdowns that Dak Prescott threw today and I'm gonna craft it up and put it out there for the Facebook uh and and the YouTube watchers and viewers to uh be able to get some of that good stuff and uh just hold tight with me on that and we'll get these days going uh in a great direction 901 what you got for the show? Well, what's going on, man? None, none to it. None to it at all, fam. Man, I, I just wanted to say real quick. Going against, with, with Tampa, what people don't realize, their secondary is young just like our secondary. Facts. So, I, I, now I get they, the, the run stuff from the, their front seven, dominant. As far as the secondary goes, man, our receivers compared to their corners and safety, about the same thing as you look over on ours. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing that they have that we don't have, like I said, is probably a good front seven. A front but, seven, yeah. Man, that with that coming back and looking at looking at him, he looks good. He looks better than than what I expected. But we can, we we can we can throw some. We can get down the field quickly. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Now, defensively, I I don't know about how we're gonna look against their receivers, but. I think we got a pretty uh, a pretty solid chance against Tampa. I don't, people not really giving them or really talking about them their defense like that. They're talking about their front seven. But as far as secondary goes, and they always talk about our secondary, and we're not ready. We're young. We got just talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people talk, man. You know, uh, now I do like Winfield uh, Winfield uh, over there on, on the Buccaneers. I think he's a solid kid. Uh, and, and the uh, I forgot the cornerback name. He's pretty solid, but I know uh, uh, Carlton Davis. Yeah, yeah, Carlton. Yeah, uh, he's pretty solid, and he's 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 a guy that you know bait you and try to jump routes, but he's not the quickest of the quickest guys out there. But uh, he's he's aggressive guy, and and Coach Bowles know how to put people in right places, and I love that. You know, I love the iron sharpen iron theory. So uh, the Dallas Cowboys will have their hands full, but if a win come around the corner with that, this would take the team with from a momentum aspect far. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I said this, this all relies on Kellen a little bit. He's got some right play calls in and get Dak and Zeke in some good situations. No doubt, no doubt at all, fam. I appreciate you for calling in, though. Hey, what's your name, fam? Let me save your name in here, man. Adam. Okay, Adam. I got you, man, from the 901. 901 Adam. Appreciate you, fam. Yes, sir. Thank you. 
Appreciate you. That's a good call. All right, I got my guy over here, Kevin from Long Beach, man. What's good? Long Branch, I meant to say. What's good with you, man? What's going on, Lord? Nick? You get that all the time, huh? When people say they see the long and they think it's beach, but it's branch. What you got yeah. for the show, man? What you got for it? Man, I'm just excited about this uh, this week one matchup. Yeah. I know that the roster cut down is coming, which I'm I ain't worried about that. That's for that's for some other people to worry about. I just hope week one. I think the real key to us winning. I don't think it's uh is it's gonna be Dak. It's I like the fact that our line is the kind of line that is used to being bruisers. They're used to going out there and pushing. Mm-hmm. So I think the we need to emphasize the run on the ball mainly because we need to keep their defense on the field and you know have some some long sustainable drives mainly because I don't want to see Tom Brady with too many opportunities. Yeah, and we you can't, know, yeah, you can't play no, do. you can't play no vanilla defense on him. He'll pick it apart. He, he picks apart zone Not defense. Not at all. Yeah. And you can't give him too many opportunities at getting points too, because he's, I mean, he's like a Mayweather. You ever watch a Mayweather fight? Yeah, yeah. You, you could definitely, if you want to make a sure bet, he's going to win the fight. But majority mm-hmm. times he went, he always loses the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. They lose the first two rounds, but he's going to win the fight. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. That's for sure, Ben. <laughs> and that's kind of what Tom Brady is. He's an adjuster. So I think the the more that we're on the field, not just that, but when it comes to the third and fourth quarter, you know, we get to wear down that defense all of a sudden. That pass rush ain't going to be so legit no more. Not just that, but not for nothing. But we do have uh, a beyond uh, uh, more than average line to to hold up. So. I'm not really too concerned about that either, as long as they stay healthy. In week one, I, I got I got good hopes for that. Yeah. But I think it's just a good matchup. It's going to be the measuring stick for how, how, how we look all season. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a great measuring stick on that one, man. And uh, we, we'll find out, man. Uh, I'm just ready for this uh, game to come all the way around so we can really see what this team looks like for the rest of the year, you know. Real football. Yeah, I'm excited with this young talent. Mainly, it's finally just to see Dallas. If nothing else, we're moving a lot faster. Good call from you, Kev. Appreciate you, man. All right, we got the 602. What's new? Rapid Fire, 602. Yeah, what's good with you, man? Talk to me. Man, so I just had some questions, Law. You know what I'm saying? About this defense, man. So I'm really interested into this defense, but my whole question is the safety position. So from what you're seeing, are you gonna are we gonna be seeing a lot of rotation going on? How is it gonna happen? Pretty much with you know with that position, just from what you've seen in practice. Well, just like the previous caller was talking about, like consistency and being out there, you get a feel. Just like Mayweather, he may lose round one or round two, and he get a feel of it. I don't like the notion to rotate my safeties because they get in the field. You know, they seeing where the release points on the routes are, where the quarterback like to go to when uh, he's pressured. And I just like for us to keep it one safety on the field. Now, as far as the rotations of a strong safety, maybe in different looks, you can do that. But as that top safety, you want to keep him out there for the whole game. Okay, and then how do you feel about rotate uh, uh, as far as rotation in general with the defense? Do you do you see a lot of rotation coming uh, just in general? 
just from your perspective? Uh, I just look at it. You never rotate your DBs, uh, well, your cornerbacks, CB1 or CB2. Don't rotate those guys. But anybody on the front or, or the linebackers, maybe you can do some rotations, some slight rotations. But that front four, yeah, they can be rotated. Okay. All right. Last question, Law. Appreciate you again. So my last thing, last question was about Izzy. Do you think Izzy is going to make this team? Yeah, I think that they they they'll figure it out. The Dallas Cowboys never okay. like to be wrong. If Danucci made the team last season, he will make the team this season. As far as Izzy. Okay. All right, Law. Well, I thank you again, man. I just wanted to get your opinion and perspective, man. I appreciate you a lot, Law Nation, man. Thank you again, man. And, we hope to see, man, hopefully we do great. And I just want to see what the defense is looking like. I, I see the offense looks great, so that's what I'm paying attention to. And I think if everything falls good with the defense, we'll be all right, man. No doubt, man. Appreciate you. For the 602, that was good. 469, what's on your mind? Hey, Law, it's Quincy. Quincy, what's Frisco. good? How you doing, sir? Man, doing great, Quincy. Uh, I was just thinking, I did a little research, and a lot of people were giving the Tampa Bay – uh, defensive line, a lot of credit, mm-hmm. but a lot of people are not paying attention to how old they are. You have JPP, who's 32. Mm-hmm. You have Sue, who's 34. You have Goldstein, 30. Last time I checked, the NFL is a young man game. Facts. Last time I checked for D-line, the prime for them is 24 to 30. Mm-hmm. At some point, you go over the hill. Mm-hmm. Sue would be 35 this year. JPP would be 33. Goldstein would be 31. Mm-hmm. That's three of the top five rushers. I'm just saying. And then if you look at Pittsburgh, when Pittsburgh was dominant, all they D-linemen was in their 20s. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. We tried to go to Old Man Rod last year. The Cowboys did. And both those D-linemen was over the hill. Right. So that's all I'm saying. At some point, greatness falls. Right. And when your primary skill is speed, we all know speed is a young man game. I'm, I'm sorry. Right. But, you know, you can be as strong as you want to. But as you get older, your legs go. Facts. And I think not enough people are paying attention to, okay, some of these guys on top are just names. At mm-hmm. some point, you used to become a name. And you're no longer who you, you just sell of yourself, of yourself. I think people need to look into it more deeper that, you know, Vita Vea, he's one of the youngest guys on the line. He's 26. And for most of his career, he's been hurt. So, Thanks. you know, when you look at it, I love the linebackers. The secondary is okay. But when you really look at the D-line, they old. Mm-hmm. And an old D-line can only take you so far long. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Um, with that being said, it's the first game of the season, though. That's the only thing that benefits them. And normally that old kick in at least after the fourth game or the fifth game. So uh, we still have to punch them in the mouth and see if they can stand. And if if we do it that approach, then then it can happen. We just have to punch them in the mouth, score early and often, and then dominate on the run. And the hardest part of it about that, uh, Quincy, will be that even though they're old, they was ranked number two or number three respectfully against the run last season. So we'll see. I think that we'll still give them a good punch, though. Yeah, uh, I do too. Uh, I'm just – and my mind is, it was ranked number one, number two. But at some point, you have to drop off. And number two, yep. when you're old, it does take you a little bit longer to get loose. Facts. On the field. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. So. yeah that's another <laughs> angle to look at it too. Take you a little longer. Yeah, yeah. All so right, there's two ways looking at it. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Good call from him on that one. Four six nine. What's on your mind? What's up, Law? Um, I was listening to that last call. I completely disagree with everything he just said. Oh wow. Um, mm-hmm. I'll I'll take a veteran any day. Um, what the Cowboys did when they tried to get Gerald McCord, that wasn't a bad idea. That was a great idea. Of course, he was like later in his career, in his later years, and he ended up getting hurt. But at the same time, what the Buccaneers did, experience always wins out. I'll take experience, essentially, is what I'm saying, any day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we had all them dogs on that defense, JPP, um, Dominic Sue coming after the quarterback, and you saw what happened in the Super Bowl. Like a Dominic Sue basically just dominating the Super Bowl, coming mm-hmm. after uh, Patrick Mahomes. And they switched up their defense. They didn't blitz as much because their secondary wasn't that good. Now, that first time they played the Chiefs, they were playing a whole bunch of man coverage. If they do that to Dallas, I believe the Cowboys win because our receivers are way better than them. But they end up switching to quarters defense in the Super Bowl, and it caught, it caught Patrick Mahomes and them off guard. Thanks, now, the man. Cowboys, if they look in the mirror, we kind of resemble the, uh, the Buccaneers defense. Not completely, obviously, because we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. But we could somewhat do create a similar aspect, a similar thing. We don't need to play man coverage. I don't believe our secondary can hold up to that yet. But if we can play hard zones with our front seven, we can go far. We can go very far. No doubt. Uh, also, no doubt. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to say, do you think Diggs is more of a zone corner or a man corner? Uh, I think he's more of a zone corner. I li- like. I wouldn't mind seeing him in man coverage, but I don't know. I see him chasing too much, and whenever you just chasing, that's not really a good thing. Like, how can I put this? Um, I've seen him out leveraged a lot in terms of man coverage and things of that nature. So. I would probably like to see them more in zone. Now, probably later in his career, maybe, possibly in his later 20s, yeah, once that secondary becomes up to par, maybe when Sean Wright and Kelvin Joseph is out there and they're playing, maybe, possibly. But for right now, I would just say play hard zone quarters. Is, is, so so are, are, will, he, will he be on Chris' side or uh, Evans? Uh, I would probably say Mike Evans. Who you got, who you got covering O.J.? Oh, man, uh, probably Keanu Neal. Who you got? Who you who you got? Who you got covering Grunt? Uh, that would probably be Parsons. I'm gonna probably leave that to Parsons. Probably so. So when they go line up in power, what's your what's your personnel? When they go power formation, when they got uh, uh Ron, was it Ronnie? And then they got um. I got the fullback name there, but normally they they go with that two tight end set. Uh, so, w- what what are you looking at uh, with that? Are you going to go cover one, or, or are you going to go still stick to your uh, uh, I guess cover three? I know for sure you're going to be looking at that. You know, uh, uh, we're going to load the nickel. box. We're going to load the we're going to load the box, and in that case, I would probably trust my man coverage in that aspect. And who I, who I would have out there is... Bingo, because now you're going to have Anthony Brown on man. And he's going to be out of Chris or, or Evans. What we going to do with that, bro? Yeah, that's my only thing. We got to get home. We got we got to get home to the quarterback. We're going to, like, the front seven is going to help out tremendously. That's exactly how the Buccaneers got to the Super Bowl. Their front seven helped out their secondary tremendously. 
uh, just like the way they got to the Super Bowl, their front seven helped out their secondary. You don't have to be great. You don't have to hold your guy for more than what, in terms of especially man coverage when you're loading the box like that, you don't have to hold your guy for more than 15, 10 seconds, less than that really, to be honest with you. So I'm not asking Anthony Brown to do a whole lot. I just need him to be okay. I'm just, I just need him to be somewhat decent. He doesn't have to just be great, but at the same time, don't be horrible. And if he can hold up just for a couple of seconds, our front seven should be able to get home. Yes. Our friend Randy Gregory and them should get home. D-Law, all of them, they should get home. Yeah, that's the nature of cover three. Yeah, so I, I just hope I just hope we can create enough pressure, and I just hope that I, I this is how I want it. Uh, this is how I want. It. I really want, I really want Diggs to cover Evans. I, I don't care too much about Chris. I know he's a speedster, and I know that he's a guy that can you know take the top off the defense, and that's good. But I I just don't want. I just don't want to see Anthony Brown on on Evans. I just don't want to see that. Anthony Brown isn't bad. Like I said, he's not. I, I he's not he bad. But 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 yeah. But, but I seen I'll Osiris see Mitchell. I seen Osiris I, Mitchell on him though. You know what I'm saying today. <laughs> I've also seen AB cover Deshaun Jackson way down the field. Like and that's a hard thing to do, as we all know as Cowboys fans. He has decimated our defense, and I've seen AB keep up with him. So, A.B. is not a bad corner. He's actually decent. Like I said, I used to be the biggest A.B. fan ever. Facts. So, he's not horrible. So, like I said, you load the box, put him in man coverage, in my opinion. Don't do all that cover three because Brady's going to pick that apart. He's going to switch out of that and start doing quick passes to the running back and the tight ends. Don't do that. I would say, like I said, man man coverage. Like I said, man coverage, load the box, maybe blitz. And then, like I said, with that point seven, yes, one person will get home. If you send, if you have man coverage, loading the box and sending one more person and then they can block, somebody's going to get home on our D-line. Somebody's going to get home. And, therefore, I'm, I don't need A.B. to have to cover a whole lot. He doesn't have to cover, like, a long time, long duration of time. And that's how the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, in my opinion. Facts, man. You're spitting facts on that. So, we'll see, man. On, on, on September the 9th, I think that we can still be victorious. It's just that we have to see how that chess match will match up on the outside there. And, of course, Brady, we hope that he'll be running for his natural life. You're a good call, though, man. Natural life. Yeah, he's probably going to be Appreciate running. <laughs> Appreciate you. Good call, man. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Yeah. Hey, this guy don't need no introduction at all. Uh, I see his number is just glowing on my screen here, so that means that he's part of the Illuminati Club. <laughs> just playing with you. Hey, man. Yeah, you in there, dog. Talk to the nation. You already know who you listen, are. <laughs> listen, listen, man. First and foremost, listen, man. Law, you sound nervous, and I don't like how that sounds, bro. You sound nervous. This ain't seven on seven, Law. You ain't got to worry about your cornerbacks covering for four or five seconds. We not going to need nobody <laughs> to cover for four or five seconds. You know why? Because well, they just can't double D-Law like they used to do. You know what I'm saying? They just can't triple team D-Law like they used to do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We got brother Randy Gregory in this thing, brother Law Nation. You know what's mm-hmm. going to happen, sir? What's going to happen? We was watching the preseason game, and mm-hmm. we was blitzing Michael Parsons up A-gap, and Tyrod Taylor ran around because he had to throw the ball quicker than he needed to, boy. You know Tom Brady ain't going to be in the run around for nobody. <laughs> Tom Brady got that move where he feel pressure. He just falls to the ground. There's going to be a lot of Tom Brady feeling pressure and just falling to the ground, Law Nation. I know as Cowboy fans, Sometimes we could be lead, we we could be led astray. Sometimes right, a cowboy right. fan 
can be bewildered. We can be lethargic. We can listen to the big national media and we can feel like we're not as good as we are. We can feel like we haven't made proper moves, Brother Lawness. Let me tell you something, sir. Look at this roster now. Then look at what it was last year, Brother Lawness. Mm -hmm. We've made strong. Brother Law, and the peanut gallery would have you thinking that we still sorry out here. Look at your defense last year. Look at the guys that started for you last year. Uh -huh. Rashad Robinson had to start for you last year. You know right. what I'm saying? Guys like Justin Hamilton, uh, uh, Jalen Smith had to start for you last year. We got a 4-3 middle linebacker that can fly now. Justin Hamilton is a rotational guy, Brother Law Nation. We had this, this nonsense. We had this idiot named Mike Nolan. Mike Nolan looked at Randy Gregory and said, you know what? I want to see more from this Armstrong kid. And right. you know what they did? They they, they started Armstrong Law. Armstrong is a death <laughs> rotation player. Now, Randy Gregory is playing 60 snaps a game, sir. I know the peanut gallery is going to be like Bud Vodge. Bud Vodge. Randy Gregory beat up on the Texans left tackle. Offensive linemen going to be better than that. No, they're not. Mm -hmm. No, they're not. It's bad, it's bad offensive linemen all over the place, all around the league. You mean to tell me we don't have a mismatch with, 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 with Randy Gregory again? somebody child we don't have a mismatch with d law against somebody child michael parsons is our third best pass rusher are you kidding mm. me law nation ask mm. me that question law you want to you want to ask the last caller well well well, well who's going to cover gronk and who's going to cover oj how who's going to block parsons who's going to block randy who's going to you see what i'm saying law answer those questions if this was 707 and there was a little button with a horn that goes off after five seconds you may have have a point, Law Nation, but this ain't 707. They're going to have to run the ball. Tom Brady, oh, Brady ain't going to throw the ball 50 times a game. Brady going to have like a smooth 30-some attempts, and he may connect on 25 of them. Law, this is only me talking about defense. We got right, four. Right, right, right. We got 98. We got 88. We got 13 is just chilling. 89 and, and what's his face? John Schultz's number. Those guys just sitting back chilling, waiting for a track meet, Law. They waiting for a track meet. Tom Brady don't want to track meet with damn Dak Prescott. You know what Tom Brady want to do? What Tom do Brady do? want to dunk the ball. Tom Brady want to get it to <laughs> Ronald Jones. He want he want to throw some slants. He don't want to get into a track meet with our children. Then we got Ezekiel Elliott that we ain't even mentioned yet. Tony Pollard, my cousin, that we ain't even mentioned yet. Bro, I need you to stop being so nervous. We about to beat the shit out the damn Bucks. Why? <laughs> Come on, son. Come on, son. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, man. I gotta give you all of those, man. Oh my goodness, man. Uh Optimus Prime. Man, listen, man. Tom Brady gonna be Tom Brady gonna be dinking and dunking that thing all the way to third and two. And that's what we're gonna get our stops at. But if you want anything deep, if you want any kind of long pass, if he's thinking about holding the ball for any extended period of time, good luck to him, sir. I'm riding with my guys. Look, don't get me wrong, I'm not yeah. just out here disrespecting. Bucks, you know what I'm saying? Because the Bucks are a good team, but I mean the Saints whooped their ass. We they we did, they did, they did put a you know put a good saying? little whooping on. Invincible, like you know. But Vosh, they beat up on the Chiefs. You know what happened when they beat up on the Chiefs? Mike Rimmers was starting. We ain't got Mike Rimmers. We got Tyron Smith and Leo Collins, baby. What happened the week before that was Tom Brady threw the ball to the Packers defense three times. Oh, mm. Bakhtiari wasn't playing. Oh, you forgot about that one, Law. You forgot about the offensive line problems that the Buccaneers had the mismatch of on three playoff games in a row. The Cowboys not going to have that mismatch problem. Somebody will be like, well, Vosh, Tyron Smith injury prone. Not week one, goddammit. I'm rolling with my won. guys, man. Yeah. Yeah, I got really no rebuttal to it, man. Although the Vodge Lombardi come over here with the party. Hey, 
So you don't you, you mean to tell me like we're gonna be able to mask all of this with the DBs? Now the DBs on Dig side is cool. It's just that A B concerns me a little bit. But I feel what you're saying. They ain't gonna have the time to look to his side because of the pressure. We're gonna create pressure from the interior or or from the actual uh, edges there. Well, see, Law, nothing's mm-hmm. ever going to be cut and dry. Randy Gregory will be blocked. D-Law will be blocked. Facts. Diggs will get caught. Boss Man Fat, Anthony Brown, whoever's out there will be caught on. Michael Parsons is going to take a bad angle. These things are going to happen. But in the world of football, Law, specifically on offense, I love offense, all the rest of Cowboy YouTube is defense cats, right? right? On offense, we got things called drive killers. Tom Brady could be smoking you the entire drive. If we got a 12-play drive and Tom Brady smoking you, what mm-hmm. happened on that 12th play? You get a sack on third and five. Okay, you just whoop me the whole drive, but if I sack you on third and five, you punt or kick a field goal. That's a win for us. So, yeah, you know, bad things are going to happen to the Cowboy defense, brother law. It only take one to kill a drive. It only take a hole Thanks. in the kill a drive. Some some false start to kill a drive of a Randy Gregory, Michael Parsons, D. Law sack to kill a drive. That's all it takes. And as long as we are opportunistic in those opportunities, because we got a whole ass track meet mm-hmm. on the other side. You ever seen them Olympic highlights where the first, second, and third place girls was all Jamaican? That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that's us. We're the Jamaican track team player. And then Tom Brady don't want to do that with us. So, yeah, Tom Brady can rack up his numbers. It's going to be a tough fight. Those are the Super Bowl champions, brother Law. Don't get me mistaken. Right. I'm not going to walk in with fear. They're going to have to show me, Law. My gosh, man. Hey, Botch, man. I, if I'd have known that you was going to have this much fire but I hit the 832, I'd sit there. I should have just said, man. I say nothing. You man. know what I'm saying? Because you bring it, you bring it all of the heat, man. Oh, oh, some people eating the popcorn, and everything. They said this is must see TV week week one. Listen, man. Yeah. Listen, man. L- listen, man. Let them fly. I'm over here drinking and eating popcorn and watching <laughs> UFC fights, man. Don't mind me. Don't mind me. But I just heard it in yeah. your tone, brother Law. Because you're going to yeah. war with me. We on the same side of this thing. We rock the same colors. Yeah. We don't like the cowboys. Love them. We bleed the same color, brother Law. Right. I just don't want you walking in here pessimistic with your head down. No, 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 no. Now you know. Now you know, Vach. I, I said that we gonna win the Super Bowl, but I'm gonna try to be right in the middle with this thing. I know that you on the side of the oh. ship that is gonna be like leaning this way because you optimistic, Vach, and I love it. We gonna whoop. whoop. Look, look. I, I don't say it, but I know you are gonna say it. what we gonna do week one. Say, say it one time we for the we're going to beat the shit out of the Bucks, yeah. Lord. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. We, 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 we going to win in the Super Bowl, but yeah. we're also going to beat the Bucks, brother. Lord. It's, 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 man, come on, man. Look, hey, man, you've been saying it for a long time. time. Yeah. I don't want to hold up too much of your time. This is your show. I'm sure you got a bunch of callers. Shouts out to Miss Jack and the chat box. She love us. Shouts out to that lunatic, Pito Pinche Cowboy. Shouts out to y'all, man. Shouts out to Jay Lombardi, my little cousin. Hey, man, y'all hold it down for the Dosky Wolves. We flash Lombardi, man. Peace. Yes, indeed, man. Are you not entertained? That's my guy, Vaz Lombardi, man. Oh, my goodness, man. Come off the top rope with all of this heat. Hey, man, let me blow it out because I don't think uh, nobody else is going to bring that type of let me blow that heat out right quick. Woo! He brought a lot of heat in this thing. I, oh, man, goodness. I, I just can't be that guy. Vodge Lombardi is just bringing all of that, man. And I wish I could be that guy to be like, we going to beat the – out of the bucks, man. I love it, though. I love it. I love it. I, I just, I'm going to be right here. 
But salute to my dog, Vaj Lombardi, man, speaking with bold convictions. It says, enter the throne boldly with grace and mercy. And he's entering the throne boldly. Yeah, uh, the lunatic, like he said, with bad intentions, man. I love it. All right, so we got uh, we got a, a slew of people, man, that jumped in that want to get a piece of this. So let me start off with Jay right here from the 828. Jay, what's good? Hey, what's going on, Bob? What's going it, on, man? None to it, man. Talk to me. Hey, uh, let's say that they do get a D-Law double team and they get Randy double team. They're going to plow them up the middle. It doesn't matter what, what action they take. Mm-hmm. We're going to take them down. Facts. 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 It's a football And they, and they, they can have no time uh, with our rush. They're not going to have any time. The quarterbacks will be good. Mm-hmm. You know that. Uh, you can have like five, seven seconds. Gonna, oh, we're going to take them down. We're taking Tampa Bay down. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, beat Tampa Bay. Beat Tampa Bay. That's our mindset. You know, that's our mindset is to get in there and beat them down and make Tom Brady move off of that spot right there. And once he moves, man, it's just over with because we're going to bait him right into D-Law's side or we bait him right into Randy Gregory's side. Yep. Yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have – he's not even going to know what hit him. Yep. We're going to take him down big time. And, and I know – uh Keanu, what's the name, Neil? He's going to probably be the starter. But they better be looking at Cox. Cox is starting to show up, show himself. Thanks. He's starting to show himself big time. Tackle, tackle uh, for loss, coverage. He's the whole package, man. He's he's uh, Parsons' counterpart. Mm. I think Cox and Parsons together uh, is going to be awesome. Facts, facts. I, I can't wait to see that guy, you know, um, get into the starter rotation. Cox. You know. I know. Mm-hmm. That's it. I think he's going to be uh, he's going to be what the Cowboys needed uh, besides Parsons. Mm. No doubt. Cause he, he's basically the same. He's basically Parsons. Uh, Appreciate you, Jay. Thank you so much for calling in, man. That was a good call from you, man. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, a good call from him. All right, we're going to do this. Uh, Marvin Land Group, what's good, man? You What up? What up? What's up, it. Law Nation? To it, man. I'm I scared. wish I could be as optimistic as you, as uh, the boy Vach. But yeah. shout out to the, the whole YouTube collaboration community. It's mm-hmm. second to none. Yeah. But I, I feel like... Uh, you know, our offensive line, man, is still he's still uh, that's that's my biggest concern in the defensive backs. Um, but I would say for the offensive line, we've seen Tyron do it, we've seen Zach Martin do it, we've seen Layout do it, but he got the stinger now, so we don't know. You know, stingers don't just go away; they linger. So we we don't know how effective he's going to be this first week. And you know, we got. Tyler Biotis, he ain't been through no wars yet. Connor Williams, when he been up against stress, mm-hmm. what happened to him? He, he folded under pressure. Them, them knees showed <laughs> themselves. So it's, I'm, I'm worried more about the interior part of the line. Yeah. You know, with the with the big halls there, they may be old, but they still got that old man strength. Old man strength is still undefeated too now. So uh, yeah, yeah. When you go, you, you got a power game with them guys. 
with against uh Connor Williams, he fold under pressure. You know, Tyler Biagi, you know, he's a big country boy over there in Wisconsin, country boy, country boy strong. But we ain't seen him do, you know, handle, you know, this type of caliber of of of, 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 of line, you know, that kind of pressure, you know. So I'm more concerned about the continuity of them guys, right? you know, going forward. So that's why I say starting off, you know, we we don't we don't start off like And then our offense, you know, we don't start off quick, you know, when you want to play on the road. You want to get ahead of the head of the game. We always find ourselves behind, and that's that's the issue. And then as far as the defense, you know, I, I would say uh, Diggs. He is a uh, man-to-man corner, mm-hmm. but if we got AB out there, he's a zone corner. He he ain't physical. He's more concerned about getting beat deep. So he let he had that big cushion and let everything be in front of him because he's so scared of getting beat. He don't have that catch-up speed. No so doubt. That's my, that's my concern. No doubt, no doubt, man. Appreciate you for calling in from the two ten Marvelous yes, Group, man. Appreciate you. Um, I mean, it's it's good to have you know to look at it two ways, man. And I love this why we had this conversation, man, so that we can look at it. Somebody can show me some things, and and point out to me some things that that, that I need to review and look at. Like what Vach brought up, great points, man. Uh, blitzing coming through the a gap, uh, and if you saw what. Um, Cox, not not Cox, but yeah, what Cox did too. Uh, but you saw what Parson did, you know, um, with the twist stunt with uh, seventy five, and flushing the uh, quarterback out of that pocket. That's a quarterback that's mobile. Tom Brady is not, you know. And nine times out of ten, when we do play those stationary quarterbacks, we 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 normally put some pressure on them. So this game can be equivalent to when we beat the Saints that year. And Drew Brees looking like he was running for his life and couldn't get outside, you know, it could be looking like that. And I see that, you know, the pressure, you know, we don't have to worry about Anthony Brown on Chris Godwin, you know. So, and we, we can look at all of those things. So, yeah, I, I appreciate these conversations right here. We got 806, you in the mix. You live, 806. Hey, Law. Yeah, what's good? Hey, what's good, Law? Hey, hey, uh, Watch was bringing it. I like that. Oh, yeah, fire. Like oh, my gosh. Yeah, he good fire. fire. Yeah. He's, he's, no, he's one of the I best at it. I agree with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with him as far as Tampa. I think that, uh, you know, we got a little show over there, you know, just doing some stuff. But I got my, my partner. He's a old Redskins fan and a Falcons fan on the other side. Oh, my too, gosh. Yeah. I was talking to him the other day, and I was just saying that, I think we're going to surprise some people in that first game because, like, nobody outside of really out of, outside of Cowboy Nation thinks we're going to win that game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They they, they think we're going to lose. But I, a lot of and Watch had made some good points, and I think the, I think if we can get a little pressure with the front four, because we got a good front four, uh, especially on the edges, if we can get some pressure, make him tap dance a little, especially early, maybe send a, a blitz every now and then, but get some pressure on him early on t- on uh, Tom Brady. You know, that, that's how he got beaten in the Super Bowls, you know, with the Giants. He got pressure on him early, got him tap dancing, got him thinking twice. And I think that's the key to the defense, to get pressure on him early. And mm-hmm. I think that we're going to be able to, if we, if we play more of a balanced offense, you know, especially with Dak, he hasn't been able to play a lot. He's been kind of hampered a little bit. But if we, uh, if we play more of a balanced offense the first couple of games, and we run the ball a little more, let Dak ease into the – you know, getting back into it, you know, it's going to be his really his first time on the field mm-hmm. in real live action. 
and I think we can run the ball and keep the ball away from Tom and just get as much pressure with those front four, I think that's going to be the key to winning that game. And I, and I have us winning uh, against the Bucks in a close game, but then I kind of have, have us having a letdown against the, the Chargers, and then we kind of settle into our season. And we go, we go on a big high beating the Bucks, and then we come back and we lose to the Chargers because, you know, we're all high and, you know, we're all charged up. Hey, we're going to have undefeated season, you know. Just, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. Yeah, so I think, I think we – have a win loss and then we get settled into our season. I see us going about twelve and five, but I think we beat the Bucks. Oh yeah, we, if we get that first win, man, it goes a long way. I appreciate you for calling in. All right, thanks a lot. I love the show. Appreciate you, man. Oh my goodness, uh, uh, always good to hear people, man, from different perspectives. Yeah, uh, offense, man, the thing work with Dak Prescott. Red zone look good, right? Uh, with the next stinger that uh, the, the callers brought up with Lyle Collins. I don't know how long that will go. I don't know if that's an ongoing situation. Maybe he need to change his sleep number. You know, get a, get another position on the couch there. But hopefully, man, if Lyle Collins in, of course, Tyron Smith, like uh, Fosh lamented that week one, he's there. So hopefully, man, all of these guys get things going, and especially Parson blitzing inside, you know, moving Tom Brady off his marker. Man, we just gonna do some marvelous things. And speaking of that, I got the seven oh two, my guy, Daryl. What's good oh, with um, you, man? You what know, up, Law? Nothing to it, Chief. Talk to me. Hey, you know, uh I was uh listening to you and Vosh just a few minutes ago. He had yeah. a lot of great points and I love Vosh. I'm a big fan of his and all you guys, you know that. Mm-hmm. But I you know, I come to spread the love and spread Spread some popcorn, some popcorn. We're going to keep the popcorn popping all season long, like oh, yeah. Lamb says. Yeah. We're going to yeah. keep the popcorn popping. You feel me? Yeah. Every one of these teams going to be filling the popcorn. It's going to be scorching hot right out the bag, yeah. steaming. Yeah. You better get the popcorn popping all season long because guess what? We're coming for that championship this year, next year, and probably for the next 12 years if we keep drafting the way we draft and getting these dogs out here. Because, you know, old Michael Parsons doing his thing, but everybody could stay healthy. And we get this offense rolling, it's going to be a whole lot of problems for all these teams. We're going to keep that popcorn popping every game that we play. And these these people are going to be feeling this. This team's going to be feeling this. They're going to be feeling it, be feeling it so bad, they're going to be like, man, I don't even want to step on the field against that defense or them Cowboys. Because Cowboys going to go off the chain this year. We're going to keep it popping all year long, and you better get ready because Michael Parsons and Kelvin Joseph and old Jabril Cox got surprises for you. And you better get ready because if you ain't ready, you're going to get busted up like old Matt Truck. <laughs> Most certainly. You feel me? Yeah. You feel uh, me on that? I feel you, you know? on that one. Because I'd be listening to you and watching your videos and stuff, law, the practices and stuff, and the way Dak's slinging that thing, bro, and the way Zeke looks this season, and the way Coop and Lamb are gelling together when I'm watching mm-hmm. these, you know, showing Lamb little stuff and Lamb's like, you know, catching on to it and things like that, bro, dude. You better, you better, you better boy, you better get your popcorn. Bro. You better no, no, get no. a whole lot of beers, too, because you better get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Dow, appreciate yeah. you so much for calling in. Thank you, uh, Daryl. Hey, Law, uh-huh. uh, God bless, love you. 
And, you know, uh, keep rocking your uh, podcast like you do with all the guys. Because you guys are always doing fire podcasts, and you know I watch you guys even as much as possible. And even when I don't catch you live, I go back and watch all your videos. And I, you know, share and retweet all your stuff on Twitter and things like that. So, you know, you guys are family to me. You guys are like, uh, you know, God's family. And even though we're not the same blood and stuff, but I Mm -hmm. consider you family because we're Cowboys family. So, much love, D. Lunatic, you know, Charles and Bosch and Jeff and Mike Fisher and all them guys. I love you guys. All of you guys are great, you know, so keep doing your thing. Daryl, you're a real one, man. God bless you, man. All right, all right. So this will be the final call of the day, the 972. You're live. What's new? Hey, loud. Yeah, what's good with you, Chief? Willie, Willie D.? I'm so proud of this defense coordinator. Mm-hmm. He done, uh, he done bench Jaden Smith. Mm-hmm. I don't like him. I, I like him as a person. I like all the Cowboys as, as people. Right. But the players, they got to they gotta step up. And another thing, though, um, I seen some people in the chat last time when I was talking to you. Mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of stuttering. I stuttered because I had a stroke last year. Oh I'm, I'm glad to be alive, Jack. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be alive to see these cowboy play. Yeah. You hear me? Yeah. You hear me? Get that out, boy. And they, they yeah. They gone. They gone. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm still alive. Cowboy still ticking. I'm still ticking. I love the cowboy. I've been watching cowboys since 1990. Whew. Yeah. I love the cowboys, and I, I, be, I tell everybody. I would get my left nut mm. to go out on the field and play two plays in the in the Super Bowl just for us can, <laughs> just so we can win it. That's how that's how much fan I am with the Cowboys. But Danny yeah. Smith, I do not like him. He he sucked. He he got slow a little bit. He it was a great story, but he got to go. This this defense is this 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 is a fucking linebacker call we got right now. Yeah. They hungry. Yeah, Sports are saying. Michael Parsons said he wanted to play some football. He was slapping himself. Mm. Lying. Yeah. I'm so cool. I'm so cool to see these um um ball coming out Thursday night against the Buccaneers. But that's that's that's, a, that's really the only thing I have to say. But um man, low yo yo show off off the chain, man. I'm give you one of these, man. You're the dog for this one, man. You're a real one, man. Hey, thank God, man, you survived that stroke, man. And hey, you out here pumping, you wearing the silver and blue. You willing to give up your left nut? so that the Cowboys can win a Super Bowl, can get out there to make a play. Hey, man. Hey, man, that's that's fantastic right there. Let's go, man. I really appreciate you, man. One love to you, Willie D. My goodness, man. You just don't know, man, what you brought to this show today, man. Appreciate you, man. God yeah, bless man. you, Fran. Right God on, bless man. you, man. Yeah, that's Willie D, man. Last call of the, of the show, man. And, um... Just, just remarkable testimony, man. I love when I hear those testimonies because there's somebody out there that needed to hear what Willie D had to say about this team and what's on his mind. And, man, hey, it is what it is, man. You know, people people fail to realize, man, we, we, we just talking about a passion, a thing that we love, a thing that we want to see happen. Jerry Jones might have bought the team with his money. But we bought this team with our emotions, our feelings, our passion. 
You know, that goes hard, baby. Yeah. Willie D. Yeah. Yeah. All of those people, man, that called in today, man, that, that, it just does something unique to the soul. Right. It just calls out to us, man. Yeah. I had had somebody approach me today, man. When we was at the star. Law Nation, man, you the one, you the one that I, I, I listen to, man, when I'm down or I'm out, you know. Oh, man, that's Skywalker, man. Oh, my goodness, that's Boss Cowboy. That stuff is electric, Cowboy Nation. Oh, my goodness, man. It, it, just, it just, I love the fact that we are able to talk to you guys and give you guys our thoughts, our, our, our feelings, our, our opinions. And you guys share your thoughts and opinions and feelings. Man, it goes a long way, Cowboy Nation. From from the fans all the way down to the trolls, you know. Oh, my goodness, man. Uh, shout out to everybody that's, that's tuned in and watched, man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I'm just too crunk to even go, man. But I got to go. I got to go. I've been live for you for a four-hour episode, but I'll stay and talk to y'all all day. Shout out to you, the lunatic, man. Appreciate you so much for your donation there, man. Uh, I, it, all together now. How about them cowboys? How about DC them for cowboys? Out. DC for life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Shout out to you, Toby. Appreciate you. <clears throat> mm. Yeah, that did something for me right there, man. I'm ready. Cowboys Nation, what great in this world. Go Cowboys. Yeah. All day. The beat of my heart is crying Cowboys. Pledge my time to the nation. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's get on out of here. Y'all be sure to hit that like button. Share this content. Let a friend, neighbor, foe know where to go. When they want to tune in to Cowboys Sports Talk and Beyond. Just like my dog, Vaj Lombardi, said. We're going to beat the S out of the Bucks, right? Just like the other caller said. They can't stop us. Just like Willie D, he's going to give up his left nut. So the Cowboys can win that Super Bowl. Lift that Lombardi trophy up. Oh, my goodness. Just like all of the callers that called in to support the nation with their thoughts and their words. Woo, goes a long way. Just like Dallas Cowboys for life. They gave North for $50 of remuneration to help elevate the nation, not just for himself but for an individual who never had the chance nor the opportunity to go to the game. That is what family members about. Shout out to the lunatic. Oh, my goodness. For doing his thing, helping his station out. Shout out to Tiff. Shout out to Kelly. Yeah, appreciate you for making the donation. Shout out to everybody that's on the uh, Facebook panel for dropping the stars and sprinkling some of that love over there and sharing this thing. Every time you share on Facebook, I get a notification. Let me know that you're part of the share gang, the SGs out there. Shout out to everybody that joined the membership. Robert, Vance, and everybody else. I see you over there too, uh, Marvin. Appreciate you. They say 
If you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time and your peace and your sleep for it, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it and it makes you hold all other things tardy and cheap for it, if life itself seems empty and useless without it and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you'll gladly go out there and sweat for it and fret for it and plan for it and lose all terror of God or man for it, if you were simple, oh, just simply, Go after the thing you want with all of your capacity, strength and scargacity, with faith, hope and confidence, and stern pertinacity. If neither cold, poverty, or famish, or fame, or sickness, or body, or brain can turn you away from the thing you want, if dog it at grill and perceive and beset it with the help of Almighty Cowboy Nation, guess what? You will get it. Turn me up. I'm too crunk, ready for to put some pads on myself, baby. crazy like that cowboy nation it goes crazy like that man i'm just too crunk to even go right now man i just gotta go though but i'm just too crunk i'm beyond my time i said i'm gonna jump in here for 30 minutes this is the longest 30 minutes ever you know <laughs> yeah. come on yeah Come on. 
whole team was for sale Heard this on the market for the low Who the realest we might never know All this acting you gon' play a role Give you the world when they sign you up Try you out and then they line you up Ooh. Now you're looking hungry, ribs are touching, need some food Now you're all on live acting, surprised but you was fooled Boy get out the way, it's been a day, now you're old news Now you got the pen and pad, you're trying to take my moves Nowadays, not I ran up a check, I Bring might do check, it again baby. Enemies close, have me thinking they're friends Ten toes down, I'll be free until the end Crib outside the city, I don't feel safe in my ass Took so many years, I'm just waiting for the wins I'm in debt to know if I'm you have not like this channel so far, no tell them If I do it once, I do it again Shake, add it up, add it up. Shake, Shout out to y'all, man. Put that where you're from. I do this once a month. I don't rap much. Rap much. I just take the money and go stack up. Stack Only buying car heart, car car, take it tatted up. All that other bull, it don't matter much. You only climb me, I put the ladders up. No fault. I done doubled up on the workload. I think I fell in love with the bankroll. Pray up, get money, then we lay low. Then we lay low. 909. Shout out to you. Let's go. Let's go get that win, baby. Come on. Just doing me, baby. One love for the nation, baby. Without hesitations or deviations to the matter, we holding it down. No need to climb a ladder because we got this thing, baby. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Hey, ho, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's go, baby. Uh, come on. Shout out to you, Albert. Appreciate you for calling in. I believe that was you, right? It was you. Yeah. Come on. And we vibing, baby. Pull out the champagne bottles in the Hennessy. Come on. You grinding with the nation. Come on. Bruce, Bruce, Mississippi. And you. Bama fan. Don't let it hit you. Shout out to all of the PlayStations out there. The players, the ballers, the shot callers. Lunatic. Y.E. Shout out to Waikiki. Lance, I see you. Marshall, Texas. 
Demarcus. Double O eight. Yeah, yeah. And we tell them. I play this song to mellow me out, you know. Shanti, Kevin, Neil, Weston, and Mary Gale on the Facebook group. Joe, I see you, fam. Drew P. Shout out to Jay Lombardi for kicking Philly out of the club. Philly, come on, man. Won't you lean forward just a little bit? Yeah. Right there. Dallas, we running this thing. Don't you ever come in here with that nonsense. Let's play a tune for him. That's for the Philly fan that got kicked out of the club. May he rest in peace. Salute. We out. You have to be your biggest fan. And shout out to your Texas rope. They're really rough and nothing's working. But there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that. Because you don't know who you are.
appreciate everybody for joining this stream. This stream was brought to you by the Game Day. The Game Day is a new sports and sports betting media company built for today's fans. Check out the link that's in the description box. Be sure to support the nation in that fashion for the latest sports book promos, betting tips, and expert picks and app reviews. Be sure to check out the Game Day. something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that because you don't know who